0: From the creators of Relevant Magazine, it's the Relevant Podcast.
1: of Friday, April 10th, 2015, and it's The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and this week's episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. Uh, Eddie, one of the best recommendation, recommendations I can make to small businesses or, or small businessmen.
2: You make a lot of recommendations to small businesses? I, I walk around. I
3: offer my advice through the neighborhood. Hey, hey uh, Cameron, when you say small businessmen, do you mean proprietors yeah. of small businesses or businessmen who are small and stature.
2: I'm four and a half feet tall and I'm making a go at it. Little
1: tiny men and women who run businesses. <laughs> Here's my suggestion to you. Use stamps.com. Totally. Stamps.com makes mailing and shipping so convenient and saves you time and money You can buy and print official U.S. postage right from your printer, uh, right from your computer. Once you try it, you won't go back to making time-consuming trips to the post office. To get started, uh, Stamps.com has a special offer for Relevant podcast listeners. Just use promo code RELEVANT to get a no-risk trial so there's nothing to lose, plus a $110 bonus offer. Includes a digital scale that calculates exact postage for letters and packages, no guesswork, and up to $55 of free postage. Stamps.com is easy to use. I saw somebody tweet this week my word Realm Podcast talked me into getting a scale from Stamps.com I know it's, and they love it they love it yep there you go uh, remember when you go to Stamps.com for our special offer before you do anything else click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in relevant that's Stamps.com slash or type in relevant well, uh, like I said, I'm Cameron. Here with me in our Orlando studio, Eddie Big Cat Coffields. What's up, Cameron? Nice uh, to see you. Over there on the ones and twos, our illustrious producer, Chad Michael Snavel.: Hello, friends. Oh. On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. <laughs> and sitting in quietly and uh, not paying attention is... Uh, uh, Eddie a guy, a guy, John David Harris, oh. <laughs> who's not on mic... <laughs>
2: Why is John David in the room, uh, the listeners now might ask? Are we committing to John David, by the way, and not J.D.? Because we, this is how you introduce a man is how it's going to go forever. Well, he prefers
1: John David Harris. Mm. Yeah. All three? Uh,
2: yes, John David.
1: Uh, much on like, shooting somebody? Much like Chad Michael Snavely. He's here because of Mr. Chad Michael Snavely. He shaves his Because after five and a half years, this is the farewell episode of uh, Mr. Chad Michael Snavely sitting on the ones and twos of their bad. own podcast. It's true. It is true. It's a very,
3: very sad day.
1: He and his family are moving to Nashville. Now, and,
2: Chad, uh, we're just, losing them. Just as a follow-up question, why would you do that to
0: <clears> us? <throat> I am pursuing a career in singer-songwriter music.
2: You are gonna be so good. <laughs> I heard we've heard some of your early work. Uh, <laughs> some
0: Christmas my, work. My rap my rap career has um has spawned some pretty interesting opportunities.
3: Hey, well, so. I heard that you were it was a cappella <laughs> country music. And it's just you in a microphone, just belting out country yeah. covers. That's
0: that's basically if you walk
1: down downtown Nashville. Right that's, <laughs> that's what you pretty get Pretty much what you get And that's where I'll be <laughs>
3: Flooding out of every
1: open door Yep So moving to Nashville This is true Listeners like Might think this is a bit This is no, not no, a bit No no, no, no. We would
2: we'd joke about me leaving Five right. and a half so years
1: Five and a half years We've been in the trenches together And Chad said Enough is enough <laughs>
0: Guys, it every was, man it was, has his breaking point. It was there. the yoga pants conversation, you
1: guys.
3: <laughs> he, just he just
2: started he, Monster.com that like, night. Mon- just stormed it. out of here, went home, put on a nice soft pair of women's pants, and just <laughs> decided to be. Just jumped
3: on LinkedIn and started, you know, pulling some contacts together. No, Chad, seriously, can can you tell us all what you'll be doing, or, or will that be revealed? I guess at a later date. That'll
0: be that'll be revealed at a later date. But um, yeah. I, I will just say, I mean, it's five and a half years is is a long time, and. I mean, I don't know how many episodes that is. I guess I could, I mean, we've done There's almost no 40, between 48 and 50 episodes a year for the last five years. And uh, we've had a, we've had a really good run. It's been a lot of yeah, fun. It's, it's sad to, it's sad to walk away, but all the great ones have to do it at some point. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Chad, tell know. us this, man. What, g- can you give us top three memories of, from, from your five and a half year stint? as the man on the ones and twos and doing a lot behind the scenes as well. Actually, can I, I refine, Jesse,
2: can I refine that a tiny bit? Yeah. It, top three memories that have to do with me. I would sure. love to hear just about... I
0: would say when you got my mom on the phone, yeah, do, that would, do that your, would definitely
2: do re- be... the real top three. That would be... <laughs> I actually think that
0: was one of the top ones. <laughs> um, I would have to say... Uh, the very first oscars.biz yeah when it was just super organic and we didn't know what was going on when man. it
1: was pure when it was indie all right. the hipsters were into it then no, like it candy was, talk yeah, one yeah, i get it yeah yeah right yeah.
0: that was a that was a great moment i'll never forget the day that john tesh's producer direct messaged me and said hey <laughs> we've heard you guys talking John Tesh wants to be on the show. And I literally just started running up yep. and down the hallway, high fiving anyone in my way, saying, We got Tesh! We
1: got Tesh. And if you know anything about Mr. Chad Michael Snaley's demeanor, normally no, it's just, not a high fiving running around the office type right. demeanor. No, right. It but, was it was a very special day. John Tesh will do that to a man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you get touched and, and, by And Tesh. He
3: totally delivered too. The episode is a is a class. Yeah, it's one, one of know. the favorites. best. One of the best.
0: Yeah. Um, and then uh I mean, also, this didn't pan out, but also, uh, speaking of direct messages, Jimmy Fallon, the day that Jimmy Fallon direct messaged us and said, hey, we we hear you, we wish we could come to your show, we can't, but next time we're in town, and and I'm still still holding that to him, I mean... In two years, if, if if Fallon is here, I will be here as well. Right. Like, I will man. come back for that
3: episode. Well, We will have changed the locks by then, pray, oh, okay. yeah, I'm afraid, Chad. Yeah, sorry.
2: <laughs> John, John David Snavely will be firmly entrenched in your chair.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, Who's that guy standing outside the door knocking, trying to get in? Man, he looks familiar, yeah. but I can't play. Yeah, he's
2: got
0: an acoustic guitar and he's got some singer-songwriter stuff going on. Yeah, and he's wearing, wearing where, boots. Where has his wife
2: and child gone? <laughs> Guess they're just done. He's wearing he's yoga really pants struck- and cowboys boots. Right. Who is that man? Right.
3: He looks very haggard. He looks as if he drove a moped here, a Vespa here from Nashville. <laughs> in the middle of the night. In the, dumber, middle of the Dumb and night. dumber stuff. Yep.
0: Yep. So many memories and I, I think I've been so so busy these last couple of weeks just getting everything in place for the transition. Want to make this as smooth of a transition as possible that I haven't really, really sat down and thought through all of the memories. He but I not mean, cried yet. I said. haven't cried yet. That'll it be is. Friday night um, when the episode comes out and Everyone on Twitter says how much they're going to miss me. Um, I'm I'm kidding. So beloved. I'm kidding. But like all of the bands that we've gotten to talk to, the bands that have come through our studio to perform, the authors. I mean, people like I mean, heroes. N. T. Wright, Carl Lentz, Judah Smith. Like some of I mean, some of the most amazing people we've gotten to talk to. Um, Some of the fun, you know, the indie rock bands or like the fun little bits that we've had. Um, all the jingles that we've created, I'm still going to release a jingle album on vinyl. Um, that's another reason I'm moving to Nashville, is I'm going to be pitching that. He's going to hand um,
1: carve it with an exacto knife, right? Every little groove,
0: right? Yeah, and he has very a spindle, 180 gram. like a pottery
1: wheel, and he's right. going to hold the yeah.
0: he's had gram. to block
3: out the next ten years to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just
0: for one side,
1: artisanal vinyl. That's what he's going to be. He's going to launch an artisanal vinyl. <laughs> well, you're
3: listening to the first time. You're like, Chad, artisanal. I'm going to be honest, man. This does not sound good. I mean, what sounds are? That's <laughs> and
0: and made Jesse. That's yeah. all that matters. It completely ruined my record player. So thanks <laughs> yeah. for that.
3: Yeah, you've gnawed up my record player needle. It's broken. I broke three needles on this. Your mass and I'm produced, right?
0: your mass-produced record player, man.
3: <laughs> or, Somehow or, I got a splinter when I was taking it out of the vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even, it's not even made of wood. I don't know how that happened.
0: Oh man, but uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun, and I'm I I I mean it when I say that uh, this has been one of the highlights of my week every every week for the last five and a half years is, is getting to as Eddie would say create the magic with you guys we never really know what we're going to do when we sit down and, and we do this but somehow magic happens every week and it's been a whole lot of fun and I will miss it so
1: I'll tell you this much I don't like it when people leave yeah. but it's different with Chad you like, um, you're happy to see me. No, yeah. I
2: feel it's, the it's, same way. It's well. really
1: about time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Between just us
2: girls. I, it's just kind it's, of a relief, you isn't you it? Know, it's
1: it. it. It's like, <laughs> enough. Freaking Brett Favre Snavely. Yeah, you just know yeah. when to
2: go. Just leave. No. no, no, uh, are, uh, here, here, no let is, me finish my actual oh, thought. I'm yeah, oh, sorry. I thought that was all you had to say. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> you know, like, the average 20-something has seven jobs in their 20s. Did you know that?
2: Yes. I read that That's on Rolling the Yeah. So between,
1: you know, let's say you graduate college at 22, between 22 and 30, you've got about a year, a year and change per job. Yeah. And and we've had a pretty young staff uh, historically. And so we've experienced a lot of turnover. You know, somebody comes, they'll be with us for a couple of years and stuff and they move on. And change can be good and change can also be really hard, mm-hmm. especially when you have a small team like this and everybody's kind of like linking Arms and working together and then if somebody leaves it's like there's always like uh, change is hard Mm -hmm. but then ultimately on the other side you know you realize it's Mm -hmm. good new energy comes in whatever I don't like change I like you know settling in and like let's do something and you know so the turnover has always been a hard thing for me and in 2012 and 13, we had a lot of change here. I mean, our, uh, if I've done a couple of interviews that people can find online where I've talked about it, and it's like, it was a very hard season for us. And then right after that, I went through an incredibly hard personal season, and Chad's been here through it all. Yeah. Chad has been such a, a leader on our team. He's been there for me personally. Um, he didn't bail out when things got hard. He actually like rooted himself and was a pillar here. And I mean, we made it through an incredibly difficult transition uh, with this company and and even me personally, because Chad was was here and stabilizing things and was a leader when I had to go on sabbatical. And um, I just want to say publicly, thank you. I mean, it's been it's been an awesome journey. And Mm -hmm. to think that when you showed up. We were recording in a closet (laughs) under a concrete ramp. I'll
0: never forget,
1: and an unair-conditioned closet. (laughs) uh, I I moved into summertime. (laughs) Yeah, and then you know, now we're here, like in almost like primetime Studioville. I mean, this was uh, the work of your hand, man. Mm -hmm. And it's like we—I'm just grateful. uh, This show is what it is because uh, of you, and um, I'm really thankful for your leadership and all that you poured into this Mm -hmm. place and to me personally. And. Um, y- your legacy will live on. You've, you've left us in a very good place. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Change can be hard, but then there's, there's good change. Yeah. And it's like, hey, they have a baby now, and yeah. there's a new season in front of them. God has a new thing for the Snaveleys, mm-hmm. and it's exciting for them. And hey, I'm excited to see what God has for us in this next season, too. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I couldn't ask anything more of Chad. I yeah. couldn't ask anything more. He's leaving us well. And he has set an example to me. He's set an example for other people, you know, other 20-somethings. It's like, like, listen, I mean, it's like build something, establish something, make something that matters, and then leave it well. Chad Michael Snavely is leaving us well.
2: Hmm. And I, I'm really grateful for that. that well you. done, Cameron. <clears throat> Counseling is worth every penny. You're doing a great... It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, but yeah, to, uh, to reiterate
3: that, Chad has been a... Uh, Beyond just a great producer and 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 person to work with creatively, uh, he's been. I think you know we, we can all say he's been such a good friend to yeah, us. Yeah, and yeah, he's no okay K friend. He's yeah. a great producer. <clears throat> B plus an okay friend. friend. Yeah, he's an A minus producer. Certain, he, he was a,
1: a better friend until the baby came along. All of a sudden, <laughs> that is Mila true. wrecked everything. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah,
4: man, babies are the worst.
2: <laughs> 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 a lot, Mila. <laughs> Um, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, we just to say it out loud so that it's recorded and in the archives forever, that the Snaveleys have been a super yeah. great uh, great friends for our family and Casey and Mila. And like, you know, I'm not worried about Podcast World because we'll just all continue. I mean, have we have John David Snavely sitting right here. Right. And I don't even think, to be quite honest, I don't even know what Chad does. <laughs> um, so <laughs> at this point, I'm not quite sure what's going on. I don't even know lot. if those
3: computers are turned yeah. off. <laughs> I, don't, I
2: don't really understand the loss technically, but I understand. <laughs> in terms of personally, yeah, personally, we will yeah. miss the Snivelys. Technically, yeah, we're yeah. still on. I think we're actually going to be better off. Yeah. I think it's going to be know. easier. Yeah. I don't really understand how the computers work, but right. we will miss the Snivelys uh, greatly. Sweet, sweet Chad. Oh man, Nashville's gained. Yeah, yeah, Nashville, man. You're gonna eat so much. <laughs> We've talked about this on the show. Yeah, yeah, you're just yeah. gonna eat hot chicken and Nope, they're I mean, they're vegetarians. I'm vegetarians, I'm that's right. so that's a little hot
0: difficult. Tofu, yeah, lots of lots of fried tempeh. <laughs>
3: I, I love, real quick, Eddie, I love how you preface chicken with hot chicken. No, it's no, Nashville
0: no, hot
1: chicken.
3: That's it's like spicy
2: uh, pepper chicken. Yeah, that's their it's thing. It's known for Nashville hot chicken. Th- different
3: th- than, like, barbecue? Yes. Yeah, they call
2: it Nashville hot chicken. It's, it's it's a thing up there, but it's basically take a chicken finger, fr- fried chicken put finger. Put some Tabasco on it. Yeah. It's not then, a big deal. And then make it's not everybody... That good. Eat, I was
3: going to say, I do that ever. Like, right. I eat a tremendous amount of chicken, like those frozen ones you put in the oven, and I have... I, 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 I always have, like, three... Glass bottles of Texas Pete. So it, yeah, you're does making that make me you're a, making a, a hot chicken aficionado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're making Jesse hot chicken. Yeah, you got to Come on, hot chicken. We're gonna do this. It's Jesse hot chicken.
0: Carry, dude. If your chicken's anything like your uh, sushi rolls that you made over Christmas oh time, my good this, I, that was. I, I don't know that I've recovered from that one Jesse that was
2: a deep I'm those,
1: still leaking <laughs> for those of you that were not <laughs> everything listening everything started
2: running just after. a quick recap Jesse had an opportunity during the relevant yeah. podcast oh, Christmas man. party to make sushi rolls we all had the chance and Jesse of course being a 12 year old boy just loaded <laughs> it up with no, it's, wasabi, no, with more wasabi with than buckets than, of wasabi, yeah. more wasabi no, it, it's else. called
3: it's called differentiating mine from everyone else's if, you, you know, know how it, on
1: the ba- ingredients list on the back of a package they list it in order of right. quantity if if his ingredients would have been listed, wasabi right. would have been the first ingredient,
3: and it listed, would have been
0: yeah. less, listed second as well. well yeah, yeah, wasabi, and then,
3: and then more wasabi, wasabi extract, <laughs> and then right. yeah. and then a little bit of sushi. <laughs> Maybe you can watch the short documentary chapter as Jesse dreams of sushi. <laughs> Just me spreading copious amounts of wasabi in hidden inside of uh, sushi rolls. Wow.
1: Well, we have a great show in store for you today. Coming up later, we talk to uh, author uh, Rachel Held Evans. She's coming up. Yes. And we talked to Matthew Mayfield, who has a new album out. Yeah. It's exciting. Fun. Artist Matthew Mayfield. It's a good show. This, since this is a memorable episode, uh, we, yeah. wanted to, uh, we wanted to do something a little special. Oh, um, we, Mac pal. Well, you know, you know that Joy <laughs> Egridge, uh is oh. on sabbatical. I do. And when we told her the news about um, the Snaveleys...
2: Yeah. She said, I've got to I've got to I've got to be part of this last show. I'm gonna tell you, I told her the news and it was an ugly cry. It was, <laughs> it was not sad, it was just weeping. She, she said, Net. Screw sabbatical, yeah. I'm, coming back. I'm coming back. So we want to welcome
1: to the show Joy Egrich. Hello, friends. Yeah. Oh. Oh.
2: So, Joy so, Joy,
1: we just told everybody about Chad uh, moving on, and that you wanted to be here for his last episode. So
2: it is so sad. You are just <laughs> Rested. You look seriously. You are just a different joy. Like the joy. Very refreshed. Doesn't she? Launching just launching into sabbatical. Just. Just needing it. You, if, you are just. You look like a nap personified. You are. I, know, I was
5: going to say, by rested, you mean you have your morning voice.
2: You are clearly sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> you just went to bed
3: this after is the
5: first th- day. But, I've gotten up before noon.
3: Eddie, yeah. <laughs> instead of rested, he meant resting. Restine. restine. Yeah,
5: exactly. Are you with us?
2: Um, okay. how has sabbatical been? Am I allowed to ask questions now? What's the deal? Can yeah, I but go?
5: This is, this is this is Chad's day.
2: Well, we've had yeah, but, but, I want to
5: see his face more. Chad, you but are like just a distant speck.
2: Yeah, okay. to us too. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Emotionally. Emotionally yeah, Joy, I'm trying you, to prepare you, sh- you guys.
3: Joy, can you share your your, your fondest Chad memory?
5: <laughs> of the two oh. months that you were on the
2: yeah.
3: show. <laughs> of a person so many, you know
5: so via Skype. <laughs> um, well, I just, I mean, I've been so impressed with his... Beard <laughs> uh, maintenance. So,
1: you know, honestly, when I was looking through all the applicants, there's so many applicants coming in. I I, I Facebook stalk and I, I put their name over in Facebook and I look. And I've got to replace the beard. That's the thing I'm looking That's for <clears throat> Do more not than apply anything. Unless you have a beard, if you can't look like Chad, I'm not interested. Yeah, yeah. We just need to have the beard presence in the office. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense.
5: Have there been any bearded applicants?
2: Uh, a couple, but they were trimmed beards, yeah. and to me, that's just not the same. Nope, and, and she just didn't have the resume we were looking for.
3: <laughs> Classic joke. <laughs> that's some highbrow
2: humor. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, All those
1: small businesswomen. Tip and your waiter. There,
3: yeah. <laughs> you See what I did there?
5: <laughs> it's good to call
2: out your joke,
3: huh? <laughs>
5: <laughs> Speaking of hair, Cameron, you look very, uh, thank you, tight and high, or whatever it's called. Cameron <laughs> is the whole
2: can uh, we get Natalie Maines, Cameron, you've seen Natalie Maines, haven't you? From the Dixie Chicks, like towards the end. <sighs> Late oh, did she
5: shave part of her hair? Oh, well, yeah. it looks
2: just, I mean, Late he's Mains. handsome. It was unique on Natalie Maines. Cameron looks good. And Cameron,
5: like space is he just hum- humming that oh, all day long?
2: It's so beautiful. And I've never uh, heard a Dixie Chicks song, so I don't know what,
1: what? you're talking about.
5: Or
2: you probably Smith, have, you and
1: I realize. don't like. You haven't?
2: <laughs> get me a guitar. I don't in listen here. to
1: any country. I don't know. Man, uh, I know what she looks like. That's She's it. on People magazine covers and
0: stuff sometimes. Dixie Chicks are very yeah. good. Yeah. Didn't they
5: like? Didn't they like get in trouble or something? Yeah, she was a her?
0: she was a big fan of President Bush. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. so catch us up, Joy. Yeah, what's been going on, Joy?
5: Oh, well, um, oh boy, a lot
6: of, of where do
5: I begin?
2: (laughs) Well, I, I finished the podcast and then I slept and now here I am.
5: Um, I've been doing some like to-do lists. Here's one of my to-do lists. Wow.
1: (laughs) That's a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Is that like just for today? That's
5: what happens. It's like you wake up and you're like, I have all day to do all these things. And then all of a sudden it's nighttime.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I also have three more months to do it. So,
5: <laughs> but it's almost over. I only have three more weeks. Have oh, you? Wow.
1: Have you? Uh, has it been everything you thought
5: it'd be? No, and that's what you said. And that's what everybody that's <laughs> taking a sabbatical—they're like, it's not what you expect. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? Am I going to be like visited by like a ghost or something? Or <laughs> well, it's over
1: before you even settle into it. That's the exactly. Thing. Yeah.
3: Well, h- how are other than uh, ghostly visitations?
4: Um, <laughs> you want to talk I, about
3: those? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we i, I do want to hear about those, but that's a whole nother podcast. I have—I have a. My own list of questions right here about the ghostly visitations. <laughs> um, but w- what was expectations versus reality when it co- when it comes to how the how the sabbatical is gone?
5: Um, I think I had uh, more of a like monastic idea of like oh, I'm just going to spend a lot of time alone in the Word, and I'm going to have these revelations from the Lord the about what to do with my life. The ghosts <laughs> will come and reveal yeah. those things. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a ghost and not the lord <laughs> um yeah i just think i had like i have all these friends who are moms and i like had these ideals of like spending the day with them and mothering with them and they're just like
2: mothering with too them busy for me what what well, mothering with them
5: well they're like my best friends all my friends have like gone on and have ch- children and stuff and so when you're working you don't have like time to like been with them, and it just hasn't been as easy as I thought it was going to be. I
3: understand. <laughs> yeah. so, hey, so, hey, so, your so, joy that, for a counselor, Eddie's a very cool. One.
4: <laughs> so, uh, so you got
1: three weeks <laughs> left. This is the thing. Like, so you got three weeks left. You're making lists of like, oh man, almost like a bucket list things I got to get done or do yeah. before the sabbatical's over. Are you feeling like pressure now or?
5: Yeah, it's like the home stretch. Yeah. I have literally behind me. You can't see. Like it looks like my apartment's really. New. Oh, something I did do. Look, I hung a. I hung some <laughs> plants. Oh, you hung wow. a plant. I bet that, that took
2: a while. That was week two through eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You got to pick out a plant. You got to determine there's, its location. There's
5: two over there that took another four. Wow. Weeks, so. <laughs> yeah. You
1: tied the string around the pot. Hire a contractor <laughs> to hang the pot. Hey.
5: This string knotage issue is not easy. Yeah, Have you guys c- ever tried it?
1: I, c- I did not. No,
3: I, you really you didn't. No, just, avoid, I've never had 4 I, months I off. Technical uh, task like that. Did Let's you
1: open an Etsy shop? Of, uh, I heard that, Strange.
5: <laughs> I've never had four months off. You yeah,
3: <laughs> will now.
4: Uh,
5: <laughs> going into no,
3: after I, your future like, employer hears these podcasts, I'm, they may have second thoughts.
4: Yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly.
3: Wait, wait, Chad, can't I oh. <laughs> not?
2: This is never going to work on this boat that we were going to have him create. Why did
3: he apply on this boat? fishing vessel <laughs> as chief knot tire.
2: He's out.
5: No, I really do feel like I understand what like old school fishermen go through to make nets.
2: I'm sure you do. <laughs> it seems right.
1: You, that, I'm looking at it. There's about six knots involved in your little hanging yeah, apparatus. But, like
5: Cameron, to like get the pot knot ratio... <laughs>
3: But, sh- but and I'm looking at it too, and I'm thinking there's no way a fish could get between those areas of your yeah. body plant contract. Yeah. Like that, that, that you could drag the ocean.
1: She that. has yeah. new
2: revelation about the whole Fishers of Men uh, yeah, exactly. uh, story. Uh, the yeah. ghost so, told, revealed so, all these things to her. Can you tell us some of the things that are on your list left to do? <laughs> I really want um, the mundane ones, like go to store.
5: <laughs> yeah, no, I have all these boxes behind me that I have like old papers and files, like stuff from my office. Like I literally found a Yahoo uh, map. Remember when we used to print out maps? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, like MapQuest.
1: Yeah. Oh, so you're like going through old stuff and just like trying to organize, throw things away.
5: Yeah, I have a, like a storage thing um, below my apartment. So I, but these have been sitting here the whole time. You know that like, thing where you like walk by something you're like i would feel a lot better if i just hammered that out and i've been doing that for three and a half months (laughs) so okay can i
2: ask you one more question about sabbatical so you got three three weeks left right what's uh what's the world gonna look like at three weeks in a day
5: well i am um going back to work for my parents for a month great and just kind of like see how things are going cool and reassess like what things I can do for them and love and respect now the work that I've done will continue all that content will continue to be disseminated like I think I mentioned I worked on something before I left there will be something that's released for a month every month for like 15 months oh cool but there's other people putting that stuff out so good um, then after that I will be uh, jobless and free well. I mean, not free, but not getting an income. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cool. <laughs> Do any of you guys have a spare room?
1: It'll be called an, it's another sabbatical. Another sabbatical. Yeah, yes. It's <laughs> called unemployment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, have you done anything new? Like, have you like joined any clubs? Have you... Because this week, I, I, uh, I did. I joined a church softball
2: team. Oh, perfect. <laughs> you know? And <laughs> and have we, you done anything wait, like wait, that? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait. we're not That's leaving that one. Do they yeah. play against themselves? Do they play against other churches? No, it's a city league. Of like what, what, what of like former like playing? baseball oh. players, uh, we, we, it's
5: like a reach out thing. No,
1: the guys just all one. We have is. a former major league player on our team. Carlos, Carlos Pena, Pena is on our team. Wow, I mean, like these guys are legit. That's cool. And and, and, uh,
0: and so and did I, they? Did I, they put I, you in right field or catcher?
1: Uh, yeah, I played. But we all rotated, <laughs> but I played both of those. I played. I mean, we just like rotated positions throughout right. the game. Yeah.
3: How did how did your your I want to hear offense because you know. <laughs> Play in the field in three at bats,
1: I- on base twice, okay. got thrown out at first once. That's
2: not that's bad. Solid. It's not bad. So, yeah, so,
3: so you have a, you, your on base percentage is like thirty uh, percent.
1: Two on base, one thrown out. So, two, oh, there two you go. Anyway, so all I'm saying is new experiences. I got asked. I said mm-hmm. Bob Goff would say yes. I'll say yes. You know. So it's like, why not? And then I'm driving to the game, and I'm thinking. I'm 30 freaking nine years old. What the heck am I doing? Packing a snack in a bag and I'm like going to a, my own little little league game. What this is? What yeah. is, where has my life gone wrong? What is
2: this? You guys have a uniform? You know, we had fun. You have a uniform or a shirt? Yeah. We have uniforms. Pats. Are you geared up? Is it pants and shirt or just a shirt? And uh, you can wear, wear your your own... shorts. If you want to slide, you got to
1: bring mm-hmm. pants. Yeah. But you I, you wear know. The
5: sh- Do you wear the socks with the stripe up mm-hmm. the side? Good question. The stirrups.
1: Uh, no, I know. Yes. the capri yes. pants. I did not. I wore I wore gym shorts. They're you like wear yoga basketball shorts. Yeah. Did, did you? Spikes? Did you? Good question. Yeah, Joy. spikes. Yeah, cleats. Yeah. D- did you so. get,
3: get creative it. with your eye black?
0: No, like the no, Bryce I, no, I, no, Oh,
4: you bought. gotta do yeah,
0: that. Yeah. Or John three sixteen, like Tebow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Praise him. Yeah, no, Dude, you're saying
3: this is Cameron. This is a City League. You need to take every opportunity to reach out to these fellow teams. I think the least you
2: could do is John three sixteen. I <laughs> black. Yeah, and write that on the baseball so that everybody who's just sitting there with the baseball has, looks at it. Boom. Scripture.
5: <laughs> you know what this means, Cameron? Like you can't like lose your temper. No, no, oh, yeah.
1: you can't. Although, I mean, our pastor was on the team. Josh, he's really funny. He was yelling. uh, The one of the guys on the opposing team also drafted major league, and and uh, the uh clocks a home run, and and Josh starts yelling at the ref. Check him for HGH. Yeah. Check him for HGH. Like right now, you know. Yeah. And anyway, and then at the end of the game, hey y'all, uh, we're gonna pray. If y'all want to pr- pray with us, and Josh prays right. Pray, it hilarious. So you really do. You have to like you talk smack because you're just human, and you yeah. do. Yeah. And
2: then like oh. Yeah, we're a church, we're representing a church, yeah. So, I can't play racquetball with people that I don't know really, right. really well because yeah. I cannot hold it in. Here's what I discovered <laughs> is
1: that uh, I haven't played baseball since uh, college. And uh, right. why would you why play? would I swing a bat? Why would I bend in those certain ways? And all are of, you so sore? Oh, my goodness, like things have things got used that don't get used <laughs> and haven't been used in 20 years. And uh, there's just a whole I'm like, limping to my car afterwards. I'm like, "What in the world just happened? Yeah,
5: but the next day is even worse, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's right. I, yeah i'm
0: I'm just I'm old. That's what it comes down. to. Well, just remember, so. Bob Goff also says you can quit anything on a Thursday on a
1: Thursday. Unfortunately, all of our games are on Mondays, so <laughs> so, you I'm keep... in for the whole season.
2: You're like, hey, guys, can we schedule one <laughs> Thursday game? <laughs> Thursday because I want to quit <laughs> even just a little exhibition something yeah. just to get me out of this. <laughs> So
3: Jordan so you to do- quit in dramatic fashion in the middle of a game, <laughs> not just like, "Hey, Cameron called. Listen, he's he's you know he's got a lot going on. He's out for the rest of the season." So that you can be at the plate. Right, and just just leave the game right then, just <laughs>
4: dramatically.
1: Joy, that's. I mean, that's why I thought when I went on my sabbatical, like literally the first morning of my sabbatical, I'm like, new season, I'm gonna do something new. And I went down to a basketball league and and was playing and broke my foot first yeah. morning of my sabbatical. But it was like me intentionally, like, okay, I'm gonna do something new in the season. You know, play sports, do this, that, whatever. Have you done anything like that? Like, have you, like.
5: Yeah, well, signed I broke up my for foot anything prior to sabbatical? Yeah, probably, yeah, that you was you kind of No, I'm not saying have you broken that your foot. Was, that I'm was saying the like
2: start of the descent for you. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah,
1: it was. It's
2: like, yeah, oh, boy.
1: <laughs> but did, have you like signed up way. for anything? Like have you like done a class or anything that you wouldn't have done normally?
5: Yeah. Well, I got back into improv. I had taken like nine months off of that, so I got back into that, and I just did a little performance last night. Or was like it was like, oh, it was nice. called like a jam, yes. where you like put your name on a list, and then you get called up with a rando. Yes, and and yes. and and it was good. I mean, it was only like three minute scenes, so but I hadn't been on a stage in was that like fun. A year. Was that what, fun? What or- was what was the setup? Let's just Um, What they do for the jam is they will like call two or three people at random up and you literally don't like I didn't know the woman I was playing with, which is hard if it's not like your classmate, or at least it's hard for me. And, um, (laughs) and so then that you get up on stage and they play a song. And you just kind of like stand there and you listen to the song and you draw inspiration from that. And then you have like three minutes till they pull the lights. So but but is it singing? Are you singing to the song? Or you is that... would like that, wouldn't you?
2: I would. <laughs> I am the songbird of a generation. Yeah. <laughs> you should he move to Nashville with like, Chad. You're not going to believe this. It's cats. You're it's like, cats. <laughs> you're like, hey, Musical everybody. Musical improv. Here we go. Let's step all change. Let's do this. Musical right. improv.
5: You wow. actually would like, uh, Eddie, in Chicago, they have, um, at IO, they have uh, Shakespeare improv, where they wow. do the whole thing, like Shakespeare style. Hark! Yeah, That's all,
2: That's as far as I'd get, and then i just have to... That that way. Way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: Um no but you don't sing the song the, the song is you know how like in improv you'd be like can I get a suggestion oh. you know and someone says a word instead of the audience selling out a suggestion they just play 20 seconds of a song and so you like whatever that does to your mind then that's what you draw inspiration from to what, start a
0: scene what was your song oh uh,
5: it was like a old timey something I didn't know it was like it sounded like um uh Who's, who's the woman from Wizard of Oz? Dorothy? Judy Garland? Dorothy? Judy Garland. It sounded like Judy... That's what I thought, Judy Garland. But <laughs> the woman that I was doing the scene with, she started, like, spinning around, like... Ah. <laughs> so um, I just... Once the music stopped, I just acted like we were in a dressing room. And I was like, do you need another size in that dress? And then oh, the scene went from there. Clever. Good, good, job. Job. good job. Do, do you think that, like that woman...
3: Her plan was, no matter what the song was, to just start spinning. <laughs>
5: exactly. She does that every time.
3: <laughs> was it really free? Uh, she's got the spinner. <laughs> 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 it's a go-to move. Another tornado? Let's do oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's really but a I also
5: whirlpool.
1: Started,
5: <laughs> I started boot camp. Have you guys ever done a
3: boot camp? Army,
1: you joined up for the military. No, the military. Yes.
5: They pay you a great signing fee. I figured that'll hold me over for a few months. got
0: yeah. a Honda Civic out of it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You're going to do great. What is what, no?
5: you know like gym Like the early camp.
0: yeah, the early morning, like outdoor yeah. things. Do oh, it's like they, in the park where the guy yells at you yeah, and you do squats.
5: Sometimes they're outdoors, sometimes they're indoor. Yesterday we did an obstacle course. Cool. Like I can't think of anything I would love more. But same like you, Cameron, I have pains in places that I didn't know yeah.
2: existed. Yeah. Emotional ones. Do they did they yeah. do they yell? Does the <laughs> leader, No,
5: that's the thing. I wish they are a little bit more mean. They're like Stay safe. Don't push yourself too oh, hard.
2: Boo. Like, oh, That's
3: not a boot camp. That's yeah, not see, a boot see, camp. No, I like if, that. I, I would like the obstacle course thing, but I don't do well with coaching. At you know, obviously, I don't. I don't need it. <laughs> right. You know. And so whether so, either side of the spectrum would make it, you know, a, a, not an enjoyable. If someone was yelling at me, it'd be like, "Look, bro, I don't need this. Okay, I'm paying you. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need to be demeaned here." And if someone was like, "Oh, you can do it." I, I would be like. Don't talk to me like a child. Just let me do the obstacle course. Just make just make sure you don't lose the insurance waiver here. I got this. You know?
5: <laughs> okay, I actually have a question for you guys. So I thought, like I found this like good deal for this. Um, well, I was getting emails from someone at the boot camp. And I was. they were like, oh, we've got this special for like 90 bucks. You do this 21, really intensive. You can come every day and we give you this like, um, food plan, which I'm not following at all. And, um, and like for the way they phrase it, I'm like, Oh, this is a really good deal because it's normally like $250, whatever. So I'm doing it. And then I, everyone always talks about Groupon and I'm like, well, maybe I should see what other, like, you know, I could do next after these 21 days are over. I find the same boot camp for six weeks plus the meal plan for $60. Yep. Do I? What do I do? Do I confront them? Do I ask for a discount? Huh?
1: Hmm. I mean, just, why not? Well, huh. why wouldn't you?
2: Yeah. What's the worst that can
1: happen? I mean, Are they you, you yell said
2: you? You really kindly, right?
1: Yeah, they're not forceful people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> okay.
5: I could act like the boot camp yeah. instructor, or you maybe could, they would get scared. You could
1: do
2: like the sandwich ass. You could send you- a terse email.
1: A tersely worded even No,
2: I think you do the beginning part, the sandwich. Like, hey, you guys have done so much like helping me through sabbatical and physical and wellness. The
1: sandwich. What is this, a counseling term? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A compliment. Okay. You Uh rip
2: into them the meat and close up with a compliment. Oh. And And prayer. Yeah, yeah. So you That's do how that. most of my meetings go, and I didn't even ever. know that was a structure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of
5: what we do. That people do to you, Cameron? No, no, that's no. how,
1: how I start my meetings. Yeah. And, hey, you're a great person. Now, the meat, see, it's a big, yeah. high stack. Yeah, thing, not a great, mine. You're not a great person. I, it's yeah. one yeah. of those Cameron's hoagies. is a
2: highly stacked Like those
1: Dagwood, em. Blondie cartoon <sighs> strips. many pieces of Once, bread. Little a little bit
2: of bread. Very confusing. A little bit of bread. It's got like six toothpicks with olives just to hold it together. meat, right. That's my meeting. so much
3: meat that it's held together. With two things. And it
2: mayonnaise is like actually tears. Just weeping.
3: <laughs> and the, the bread is like unleavened bread. So it's like a so little
2: tiny bit of bread.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Hello. That's quite a shirt you have. And of- then you rip into them.
2: You are the worst <laughs> podcast producer in the world. Please announce you're moving to Nashville. Thank you for being on yeah. the television and <laughs> radio show. No,
3: no, that, that's too much of a piece of bread at the end. It's oh, like, that was still
2: too leavened. Yeah, it okay. needs to be more and of an unleavened. You just saying you were on the podcast. You have been yes. a person. Yes. You,
3: have, you, you are a person. You, you have a car lease. That's all you. <laughs> right?
2: You are excused. It's just, a, just a minor observation.
7: Stevens. that's not
2: <laughs> So, Joy, yours might be like uh, un- unleavened I have been in a class. <laughs> I've been. You in a class. owe me money. You have overcharged me for that class. I will see you back in a class. You, you have a <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be your unleavened sandwich and response. Then I
5: hand them an olive
3: and turn yeah. her, turn around. Your parents did not name you something strange. Hey, why are you trying to rip me off in this class?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we're a couple minutes into this, Joy. Um, Do you you, you miss it, or is this a big regret? How are you feeling right now about this (laughs) whole experience?
5: Oh, every morning I wake up, and I just... I miss it. I journal about it. Like
2: I, did you see her to-do list? It was just Dear
5: things Diaries. she missed yeah, it about was like, you. How yeah, how about relevant today?
2: Yeah. I just want to talk yeah. to some idiots for three hours in the morning. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of... How uh, has it
5: been for you guys? I've listened in to a few. I uh, <sighs> really rough. wanted to join in on the... Uh, Grocery bagging conversation. I like oh. started to, and then I realized I was listening to it. I wasn't on it.
2: Funny. <laughs> you could just release like a, uh, a just its own track. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, the, like a you commentary. Play, like, like Wizard of Oz <gasps> and uh, the Dark Side of the Moon. Like, like Mystery of Science Time 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 Theater three thousand. You just talk over
3: <laughs> he us, us over talking. it and
5: Joy yeah. joins the conversation. Like, man, That's man a Jesse's really good good observation
3: idea. about just taking the old plastic grocery bags and just shoving them down a storm drain was such a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <That's>
3: so funny. <laughs> All
5: right, well, uh, well,
1: listen, actually, we only have her for a few minutes, so I want to move on into slices Okay. so we can get oh, we'll a little get bit of to, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
5: And are we going to sing Snavely like something?
1: We will. Yes, you can. I uh, know <laughs> you're up for that, Eddie. So it's time for entertainment <laughs> releases. Music releases coming out on Tuesday, April 14th. Colexico is coming out with Edge of the Ooh, Sun. love Colexico. And the Wombats are coming out with Glitterbug. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like the sort of album that you would have made. Glitterbug. Yeah, that was my first single. Yeah.
2: Glitterbug. Uh, (laughs) Later, do, 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 do. <laughs> what is that song? See, this is called musical improv. Orange Boca
3: Frappuccino. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jitterbug. Mm. That's what it is. Mm. Uh,
1: movie releases coming out on Friday, April 17th. Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. Yes. Oh. Kevin James. Uh, he's going on vacation to Las Vegas and something bad goes down. This
3: and is so they... wacky. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron, real quick. Time, before we move, I know we got a lot to get to here. I'm going to periscope but this you, you, you have, You're admittedly a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise. I am. And I feel like Paul Blart is another... No potentially guilty pleasure <laughs> would you see Paul Bart the new Paul no,
1: Bart no I no interest in it to me it's more
3: like grown ups grown ups
1: 2 level did you
0: ever see Paul Bart 1
1: I saw part of it on TBS one night at 2am did you laugh it wasn't as bad as I thought
3: Thank you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Kevin James is one of the most underrated comic actors we have. It's yeah. not his fault that he hasn't gotten great roles. That's I'm just true. saying, it's impossible not to laugh watching Kevin James at least once.
1: Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, see. True Story is coming out. Uh, James Franco, Jonah Hill, Felicity Jones. Ironically, not a True Story. <laughs> uh, Beyond the Reach, uh, Michael Douglas, Jeremy Irvine, and The Squeeze with Christopher McDonald mm. is coming out. All right. That'll do it for your entertainment releases. Chad News and Joy Ketchups (laughs) stay tuned (laughs) up next (laughs) Slices
0: Of this week's podcast are sponsored by A. D. The Bible continues on NBC. Let's get the word out across the country that A. D. is Sunday night's number one show. Episode two airs this Sunday, 9 8 Central on NBC, and America will witness the much anticipated ascension of Jesus. Also, in case anyone missed it, catch up with the Encore premiere of Episode 1 this Sunday night, 87 Central. Let's spread the word that A. D is taking America by storm, and it's only getting bigger and better.
1: You listening to Waters song as I feel everything. There are probably on about it, which I do. Yeah, at the beginning of the podcast, <laughs> you heard Passion hurts. Pit with Until We Can't. Let's go. All right, it's time for slices. Now again because we have a shortish amount of time I with see. Joy, I, I think we should f- mix things up. Uh-oh. See if she's got oh. her game go- you know like she's like in game shape still. Yeah. So all it's right. time for slices. <clears throat> what do you have, Joy? I
5: feel like I got a stretch.
1: Yeah. Trust, right. it, trust me I, I learned like and when I played intramurals in college I yeah. never stretched come yeah. on whatever
5: IT
2: bands you know whatever critical
5: yeah
1: like now it's like I learned after warming up I got to actually go and stretch. This yeah. is our bodies. Yeah. This is it's, it's, our
3: bodies at 30 plus. You're making a huge mistake. Stretching only makes things worse.
1: That's, That's what, what I, I always kind of thought. Anyway, Joy, maybe don't stretch. Just jump right in. It's time for All slices. All I know is
5: I woke up in cold sweats like 15 times in the night because I just started remembering how many times you guys would ridicule me for my... Um, actually, I did almost choose an article that ridicule was... Ridicule you for what? Oh, your slice? Her slice selection. Yeah, I, oh, I literally well, had a slice. I was like, "Oh, this is hilarious!" It was like a woman who like grew a potato that looked like a duck, and then I, and then I looked closer this time, and it was like from 2011. How did
2: you How did you find it though? What do you? How I do you
5: don't find know. It? It's like old news just comes to me. I that's don't what I'm saying. Like, you, like
2: <laughs> that's what I'm confused
3: about. It's hard for me to find any news from 2011, much less odd news stories. Like, you know
5: what? I think it is. It's like I my oh, no. attention goes to like the sidebar things that are just like weird stories because I must Google something that's like Yeah,
1: you googled woman potato duck yeah. and that
5: exactly. story came yeah. up you're, woman
3: potato duck
5: 2011 yeah it came your, up. your google
2: alert for sh- 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 funny potato just <laughs> popped up and there you were funny plus potato hey
5: I did want to tell you guys for you thinking that I'm always behind on everything no we don't um I I did just hear these two very famous comedians say that they drew a lot of inspiration for their show uh from Frasier <laughs> oh cool. <Yeah>. Anyways, okay. <laughs> I was like, me
1: too. It was Kevin uh, James. And... Yeah,
3: one of them was Kelsey Grammer. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. Right. Weird.
5: Okay. So this is an article that came out yesterday. Nailed and it. um, so oh, it says updated two hours ago, I hope. Not much has changed. But anyway, all of this, this article, guy,
2: everything geez. you read was fake. That's what yeah. the update, update is. Yeah. Uh, actually, this didn't happen. None of this is no. true. Don't use this. <laughs> we
5: just <laughs> left, left the header photo and title. Um, okay, so this guy, um, he grew up loving science. He grew up in Germany, um, has always had a passion for, he's a chemist. And apparently a lot of scientists, you know, have to raise money, grants and stuff to continue their work. There's just not a lot of money being thrown to, I guess, research. Anyways, he was like, you know what? I need to raise money and I'm tired of like, like applying for these grants takes like half of the time that I would rather be doing, you know, stuff in the lab, I guess with Bunsen burners. And so anyways, he like Google, like I do, like how to make money. (laughs) And he just decided to start selling like, um, dinner and a movie discount cards. He like set up a website where I guess you can buy these things in bulk and he gets them for like three bucks and then he sells them for 10 and they go to specific restaurants or movie theaters and you get like $10 off of stuff. And so then people buy them through him, but they, he like writes about what he's doing. And so then they, if they want to donate more than $10 to his research, you know, then they can. And apparently he wants to solve global warming. So There you go. By going to a dinner and a movie, you can help with global warming. It's
2: actually who you'd be supporting if you bought your boot camp thing on Groupon. It's local scientific effort. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So you should really do it. This is a good uh, idea for your future career? Yeah. Like in, in six weeks?
5: Yeah, I know. I think that's, maybe I found that as I was Googling. Maybe <laughs> you should sell coffee. I was to say, I, I remember
3: a plot thread in Sopranos, but it was the same thing, but with stolen phone cards. It t- it so totally there is, is a business out there. By the way, guys, speaking of discount cards, found a Subway gift card <laughs> in my wallet. Nailed it. The date says 2012, not used. Going today. Like Christmas. Going, hey, going right now. The other now.
1: night, <laughs> I was unpacking a suitcase and a gift card to Starbucks that I got for Christmas from my aunt fell oh, out that unused. Great. Same
2: thing. And so, none Joy, of these
5: things have expiration
2: dates? No. J- so, Joy, when you're unpacking those boxes, that should be the motivation. It's like, you never know. You might find an old check in there or like an old uh, gift card to Ponderosa Steakhouse. I put on some pants really the other like day
1: that. and the, the pocket was full of euros. Oh <laughs> wow! Oh,
3: I like, like the sandwich. The time there was th- like the, the, the like the like the the pita sandwich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not euros, euros. The currency. Uh, well, so you funny. can't spend those here. You can still eat euros and A little
5: lamb and kebab. <laughs> <laughs> little white sauce tzatziki. sauce? Like, I
2: think this lamb and tzatziki is still good. <laughs> I, I'm totally eating this. I love my old pants.
3: <laughs> I had these cargo pants that I saw in the corner. Why are the pockets bulging? Then I remembered I crammed six euros
1: that I bought from a street <laughs> truck. <laughs> Into them. Uh, falafel and mm. Lebanon. Yeah. yeah, you missed falafel talk. That yeah. was a big moment. Yeah, that was a big moment. Oh, You've missed you so many like, big moments. I used to
5: work at a Middle Eastern restaurant when I was 15. course. Yes, the
1: mafia came in there.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. I told that story, sorry.
1: Really? Yeah. No, oh. I think you just told it to me personally.
2: Oh. I, don't, I don't remember. I feel like I'd remember that.
5: Yeah, a lot of shower bills were waved at me, but we can talk much about that le- another time. A
2: bunch of leering <laughs> men. God almighty. A bunch of leering men made <laughs> her uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah, slightly. I feel like we're in another one of those landmine areas
5: where
3: I <laughs> yeah, yeah. can't make any Moving more jokes on.
2: and I just have to be <laughs> so quiet. Just, so
3: anyway, euros in your cargo pant pockets. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> oh, <insane>.
2: Jesse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good. That's a good kind of like warm up slice you did, for her. Uh, yeah, she's not fully back. She's did just a great, like, yeah, she's been you, not out of. I thought
2: you did a good job. Yeah, I think it was so. A too. Nice yeah, I mean, I
5: thought it could. I thought it could like roll into conversations about like what would you do to make money, but it turned into oh. euro oh. conversation, oh. and that's just as good.
2: Yeah.
1: Well. I mean, do you want to have a conversation about how to make money? Yeah. You want to no. talk about
5: like... No, some... I'm just stating what I had what I had thought through, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we went another route, and that's okay. I'm flexible. That's improv. Here, that's here improv. a lot of knowledge to
3: drop for small businessmen. Yeah,
2: and women. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I'm spinning over here. I'm basically, yeah. you know, like the improv. And one of course. us on the show does not have a job as of Friday, so if you have any <laughs> quick ways to make some cash... You, <laughs> particularly in the southeast. Yeah. Uh, kind right. of in the
1: Nashville That
2: a acoustic guitar. Yeah, in the hot hot chicken
1: district. Right.
5: Snavely, <laughs> yes, let's collaborate.
1: Let, let's do hey, it. Hey, you could open a hot falafel stand. Yes. That's tempting. I've never thought the, about that. The before. like
5: all the meat layered on one of those.
1: No falafels. Falafels, falafels is uh, what soybeans. No, yeah. uh, we talked about. We, we went this
2: down this road. Lentils. Chick- chickpeas. 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 That's chickpeas. Right. Chickpeas. That's right. Yeah. We um. Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chad's
3: commute is just a walk down the street with his cargo pants bulging <laughs> with lamb with hot hot falafel. Hot he's falafel. Br- he's going door to door awkwardly down the street. <laughs> he's
1: going door to door, ringing doorbells, offering hot falafel from his cargo pants. Yeah, yeah. sounds ever, like a, a
2: great, ever, great,
0: great business idea, Joy. Let's do it.
2: Do you ever think about that though? Like, if you just if relevant just disappeared tomorrow. Like and and you just like had to do something else. What would you what would you do? Like what other career would you pursue? Even if you don't have like training in it now, like what would I've, you? I've literally never thought of it. Really? Yeah. What an interesting uh, thing that says about you. Because uh, what is relevant though,
1: right? It's just like a group of people that were trying to make stuff. Relevant has changed so much. Every year is different from the next. So to me, it's like what is relevant? It's just like trying to make stuff, try to do stuff, right?
2: I would just be trying to do new things. I don't huh. know. Interesting. So it never dawns on you, like I'd go be a teacher. Mm. I'd go open a restaurant. Mm-mm. It's you would. You'd, you'd. It's nothing outside of the realm of like something in I'd this realm. I'd, oh, I'd have to make team.
1: something. I'd have to like be part of creating something. I wouldn't have to own it. I would, but I don't know. I would just be part of like. I don't know. I don't know. I've that's, never literally never thought of it. Well, that's very interesting.
2: Fascinating. Council ready. There you go. We just had a breakthrough. of some <laughs> wow. sort. we don't know what it says. <laughs> big moment. <laughs> big, big. What's moment. what's
1: your thing if you weren't Eddie Cougheltz?
2: Oh, I probably I'd like to teach to college. I like oh, college I students. I really like I like You're teaching. Good at that. En- I like engaging in that kind of yeah. conversation uh, and that sort of dialogue. I think I would do that. We um, can't ask Chad because he's going to go do it. Whatever yeah, it is, a yoga instructor. But, yeah. My friend and I also have a really good idea for a little bar. The only problem is I don't like to stay up late, and nobody wants to drink from <laughs> nine to five. Really, I mean they do, <laughs> but that's not but the clientele they don't all. want to. Be- <laughs> <laughs> it's a bar for alcoholics, right, right, but wait right. for
1: it—it's for alcoholics. Right, right, right. <laughs> I just,
2: I just get my little sweep sweeps on at about ten o'clock, so I would never work out. But that's my, so. My so minister. you opened but the what's pre-bar. What's the idea?
5: Why is it so great? Why does it stand oh, out against it, other
2: bars? It's not so great, but I like it because we would only offer we would have a very very small menu and by a small menu People i'm like talking that. like four <laughs> like up. like on post it notes i want to talk about this like idea on post it notes yeah it's, it's a regular <laughs> size menu I but can't it's just read this. it's like in a little novelty <laughs> we have a guy we actually hire the guy that writes on writes your name on rice yeah. he comes in and yeah. he did the menu for yeah. us so <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Jesse, what yeah, would your
5: someone will steal your idea?
2: Jesse, what would your uh, I mean we know long snapper for the NFL. Like yeah, yeah, what, what's your it, what's your alternate universe job? All of a sudden, you just are done with relevant tomorrow. What I do just you see do? I see a career
3: change. Easy. Bodyguard.
2: Next.
5: What? Joy. <laughs> Boot camp instructor.
2: <laughs> done, but a really mean one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who does not accept Groupon?
1: <laughs> you you're the you you like have a huge knee brace on and you just kind of sit on a stool on the side and scream at everybody. Like you're not just like an involved...
5: everyday I wear a shirt that says army on it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, my my goal isn't to challenge them physically, it's to mentally break them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um all right. All right.
1: Slices. What do you have, Jesse?
3: Oh, uh well, this is <laughs> this one was sent to me uh by our good friend Annie Barron. Uh, oh, I should say. Uh, I want to give I, I, Credit where credit is due. Um, so, how many of you guys have been in the embarrassing situation where you've been in a church service and your phone goes off and rings audibly? Has that happened to anyone?
2: I'm sure we've been in a service where that happens. Yeah, or or led, been leading a service. No way. Oh, oh, oh really? yeah, yeah, You yeah. were on stage and your phone starts. I right? did because I never carried my phone on stage until the very end of. The uh, of pregnancy and like when it was like hey this could be go time at any time and I was up there and it just did its little ring on stage uh, and I was really uh, did you answer it. No, I didn't answer because it wasn't brief. but I was very, yeah, so yeah, so it has rung on stage one time, and it was Well, let me ask this real quick,
3: because I'm always fascinated, because I've been in services where that happens, and either, one of two things transpire, one of which is super lame. Like, the, phone, the pastor's up there preaching, the phone goes off, and he, like, reaches in his pocket like it's not happening, and just, right. like, fumbles around while he's talking with, like, the Madonna mic, and, yeah. and, and silences <laughs> it. Or the pastor acknowledges it, makes it really funny, sometimes even answers it and tells him in the middle, sermon people love that. Which did you do, Eddie? <laughs> oh, I
2: just, re- I just reached my hand in my pocket and uh, fumbled it off and apologized. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> Huge missed and, opportunity.
5: And your wife was going into labor. Yeah. But you just, you know, just, you know <laughs> shut just,
2: I can't be bothered. We gotta, Not how, now, honey. How are we going to know what to do for communion? We've only done this as a church 20,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do we do? I got to tell you.
3: Well, anyway, my story is it happened this weekend.
2: A phone or off a church? No. no. Uh,
3: something equally or, or far more embarrassing happened at a at a, at a church uh, near Pittsburgh in Pennsylvania. Mm. A man He was at Easter Sunday service a man stood up, and there's no, there is, uh, uh, he did. There, there's no explanation for why he was carrying a loaded firearm in his pocket to the Easter no. service. Oh. But he Stood up when they said all rise, and people heard a a loud pop. God. And uh. everyone was looking around and thought a like a speaker blew or something, <laughs> and uh, oh. all of a sudden they see smoke rising up. Oh no. A guy had stood up. He had a loaded gun in his pocket. It, it went off, and he, you know, didn't want to make a big scene. I mean, you just discharged a, a, a handgun in a church. And
2: he's doing the thing, hey, anybody hear that? Weird. <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> I got a hole in my foot.
3: <laughs> he did, yeah. He did the, the the thing that this is when the phone rings in the church and the pastor says, If I want to answer that. Yeah. It could be the Holy Spirit. That oh, one gets everyone. That's, that's that a class. you, like, <laughs> there no, classic. There was no quip. He handed the gun to someone down the aisle, like an usher or something. What? Who then concealed it in a church bulletin so people would not panic.
2: God almighty. What? what? People yeah. in a panic situation make the dumbest decisions. Like everything so, about that was awful.
3: So 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 there was actually someone in the service took out their phone and started filming and a news site like zoomed in and you can see the gun hidden in a bulletin. The guy it actually the bullet grazed his hand. He had to go to the hospital. He's fine. Uh he you know there was no injuries. Uh, but there, there's a couple morals to the story here. Primarily, probably not a great idea to bring a firearm to a church. Uh, okay. If so, leave the safety on. Um, but yeah, and if a worst-case scenario happens and your gun goes off, just own it and make a big, make light of this thing. Because yeah. handing it off to the guy that conceals it into the bulletin just makes it more of a news story.
2: Yeah. Hey guys, it was me. It was me. I was the one. I I had through. a gun in my pocket and it went off. It's my Real bad. Quick.
3: Two things, everyone. Did that bullet hit anyone? Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. No? no, everyone's good. Okay, it was right. me.
2: My bad. Yeah. Back to you. Also, Pastor. you might
5: see a little trickle of blood uh, rolling down the aisle. Uh, don't yeah. be alarmed.
2: Everything's fine. I, get, I got a, the taste of iron in my mouth, but we're gonna be fine. <laughs> Let's just keep moving forward.
5: <laughs> well,
2: a funny story, everyone. I could
3: have sworn I wore the cargo pants with the uh, euro sandwich for after the service. Yeah. It out as my loaded handgun. Yeah. My apologies. It's a mistake yeah. that anyone can make. <laughs> anyone Ate surprisingly surprisingly numerous times, yeah. but uh, continue with the service. Yeah. I'm hey. going to get medical attention. Yeah, have sweet,
2: sweet Lord, it's getting kind of light in here, isn't it? It's starting to it's starting to fade a bit. Let's get to that last point of the sermon. You
3: know what? I'm not feeling too hot. Blood sugar's a low, little low, losing yeah, a lot of which, blood. Is, which is why Ironically, you thought you were bringing I, yeah. the euros. Yeah, but, but once here. again, I'm no going one to shot. What half a bite of euro I could have? Yeah, just
2: just anything. Um, and also, I haven't haven't drafted a last will and testament yet, so I just want to say it out loud. And in case the sermon's being recorded. Give it all to my wife.
5: (laughs) Someone use a bulletin to write some notes down (laughs) and conceal my gun. I
2: gave my bulletin away. I can't write
3: down my will. Here's the real kicker to the story. At that moment, the pastor said, everyone be calm. I have something important to announce. No one panic right now. And then his phone started ringing. It was in his jacket
6: pocket.
3: (laughs) <laughs> I think I think if he my, awkwardly silenced it and everyone was mad at him, Eddie.
2: Do you think it would be a funny joke? And I'm just beta testing this here in case I'm ever you know pastoral. Just honestly, Just and I just want some it's honest, like Joy's thing last night.
5: Just workshop Just some
2: honest just, feedback. This, what is, is, this is a jam for you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Does it doesn't involve you, you coming out to the space.
5: I'm gonna start spinning. Right?
2: Is it funny to pick up the phone and just be like, "Oh, dear God, it's me, Margaret." Ladies and
3: gentlemen, please welcome up Pastor Eddie.
2: <laughs> right, I'll, I come at it right <laughs> <laughs> c, c- C&C Music Factory playing Man, I don't want to do my joke now <laughs> It was a couple minutes ago, it wasn't that good And I actually already said it, but it wasn't that good Alright, you want to do your slice?
3: Well it's pretty good. I, I can catch the joke. Sorry, Eddie. Say it again. No, I don't want to do it now. It's
2: gonna I'll text you.
3: Say the joke, Eddie.
2: So here's my slice, and I gotta start on a personal note. We uh have experienced a loss in our family. We lost Dylan, our fish. We uh oh. it's been a hard time. I thought this that was is, your nephew. No, 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 no. All humans are alive. But Dylan the fish um is alive. Did you alive. flush him? We did flush him. You flush him? You didn't bury him? Not embarrassing. We got in a pretty nice yard. I didn't want to tear it up with the fish. You know, you have like flower beds. You just throw yeah. them under the mulch. Yeah, you know Native Americans it's did that good for the flowers. They did. uh, They buried. <laughs> it's good for them. It is. <laughs> they taught. Uh, 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 they taught the Pilgrims how to farm. Fish
1: body fertilizer is is a delicacy
2: in well, Japan. It was just a little beta fish. I can't imagine it's going to do too much to our. Uh... But that one flower, beautiful, yeah. like where the red It's really yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Well, anyhow, so Dylan is gone, and so fish have been really on my heart. And so this uh, – <laughs> the girls actually – can I say that? The girls named the fish Dylan because there was a kid in one of their like Sunday school classes that was able to draw a uh, son, and they were like blown away at how good this kid's son was. And so it was also the day of fish naming. They're like, oh, we're going to name the fish Dylan after this kid that could draw in our Bible school <laughs> class. I'm like – It's a nice, nice honor. You know
3: why the kid was so good? It's at that level. Most of the kids were just drawing yellow circles. This kid was putting lines coming out
2: from like all (laughs) sides, and it it blew their mind. We got (laughs) to name a fish after this kid. Smiley face and sunglasses (laughs) on the sun. So Dylan is dead, uh, and it got me thinking about. this story caught my attention because uh, some people apparently don't wait for their fish to die to get rid of it. Apparently, some people are just done with their fish, and maybe they're moving, maybe there's just been something emotional that's happened, and they just need to get rid of the f- I don't know what emotional it would be, but anyhow, they get rid of their fish, and so there is a lake in Colorado I'll try to get the name of it in a second. I forget the uh, name of it, but uh, Teller Lake Number Five, and uh, people have apparently thrown some goldfish into this lake. And I would think, I mean, I think when you throw a goldfish into a lake, I would just assume that it would die. Apparently, not. No. But the color. Well, fish live in water. Yeah, but like you gotta it's just, like, a big equ- it's just a big aquarium. Let me
5: put you in a bigger home, a mansion. Yeah. You'll no, no. You die. thrive. No, no, no. And you
2: no, grow no. to the side of your size of your bowl. No, because to appropriately care for a fish like you got to like treat the water and it's a whole to do right you can't yeah, clean the inside of it with soap you're right and what was this- god thinking making what? lakes yeah no that's exactly my point what was god thinking um so anyhow <laughs> so apparently god was thinking that they could survive because they did um and the colorado parks and wildlife explains that the goldfish have multiplied into the thousands oh no so in this twelve-acre Teller Lake Number Five, there are thousands <laughs> and thousands of goldfish. Which one? I think that's funny to just think about swimming in there because a lot of people use this in. Uh, have you seen this in pedicures
5: now? Do you know they do this? No.
2: <laughs> uh, I please not, ex- please I, explain I, I to know, us how sorry. you know this, Eddie. Joy, oh, you know what I'm talking about.
5: Well, She's in Portland. Pedicures in America? I've never heard of it in America where they have the fish nibble on your feet. Mm-hmm, yeah, that's a thing. So I feel yeah, like but I don't think I don't think those are
3: wild massive lake goldfish. Yeah, I think
5: they're like <laughs> baby
2: piranhas.
1: That's are you serious? So like, someone. what in the world are you talking about? Yeah. Little fish nibbles are supposed to you see, help yeah. your... Fish
5: yeah. that like your, dead skin. Your and... Yeah, they like and nibble and eat all the dead skin so off. So
2: you put your feet in this like bathtub at like a pedicure place and the fish nibble and eat the dead skin off your feet. Wouldn't that tickle? I think so. I would yeah, never do it. You would any. just
5: be giggling for an hour, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so anyhow, we got a lake that has that. Um So... Uh, now they said, um, the Colorado Parks and Wildlife said that they have to remove these fish in order to maintain the integrity of Of the lake, and I'm assuming the integrity of wildlife, not just like embarrassment of the lake. Like, oh my gosh, I'm the lake that's filled with goldfish. (laughs) Yeah, I'm dying. So, the lake has been humiliated,
5: just absolutely humiliated. There's just like thousands of kids down there with plastic bags.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, so the fish are getting up to two to four inches in length and are a very vivid gold color. So, like, These are, like, significant goldfishes. So I'd like to tell you the two ways that they are determining to get rid of these fish. And I think... Thousands of little plastic bags. Just (laughs) scoop them up. (laughs) Thousands of little just... (laughs) So <laughs> scoop them up and twisty time. Yeah, to well, what
3: they've done is that they set up a little carnival game right outside where you have to <laughs> toss a <laughs> wiffle ball into a laundry basket. I'd like if that. you do it then they give you a ziploc
2: you yeah so they've got two options. I would like any of you to guess either of the options because when I heard the two options I just thought this is the literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard really? Yeah okay so they've got two options. What do you think one of the options? How would you clear a lake of goldfish? Joy. Uh,
5: nets that I have fashioned <laughs> oh, right. very
2: small. Or is
1: it artisanal
2: nets, nets that's what I thought that she tied with her own. I would have assumed when oh, they man. were reading that when I was reading this, I would have thought, okay, they're just gonna drag big fishing nets and basically clear the lake out. That's yeah. that is not an option for them. Option number one is to <laughs> drain the lake. What? They option number one is to drain the lake. It's, wait, <laughs> it's a twelve-acre lake and they want to drain it. In order to kill all the goldfish, and then I guess yes. let water fill it back up. But then all now, the goldfish
3: bodies, a lot
5: of people are in there. All, you didn't, in lots you, of flowers are going to start growing.
1: Yeah, all these flowers are going to come out of They're nowhere,
2: thrive.
3: <laughs> <But what laughs> a lot of people don't know about Teller Lake Number Five. Is it has a big plug at the bottom? With yeah. like a you just go and yank it.
2: No big deal. So option one is to drain the lake, which I don't. I could not find any more like how they would possibly do that. Um,
0: <laughs> there's just
2: a bunch
3: of city employees with straws and they're like guys this is going to take forever
2: and where do we put all this water just dump it back in the lake there's so they're over-
3: worried
1: if
2: they go through what they're worried about
1: probably if they go through with nets right. is that they'll miss some and so it's just gonna, it's not going to eradicate the right. problem. because It'll just this,
2: this started with, they said they, this started with probably about four goldfish. Four
1: goldfish, they're on vacation, lake, uh, lake vacation in right. Colorado, they right. get in the mood, they
2: breathe, they multiply. They both. multiply like goldfish, Done. as yeah. the saying goes. Yeah. Um, so the other option, which is the number one greatest thing, is um, they, uh, <laughs> it's called electrofishing. In which the fish are stunned by an electrical current that is placed in the water then they're removed from the lake while paralyzed
3: well, so, you, you know how, you know how they you know how they they use. To- <laughs> this is you know how that they uh, get the electrical current in there? How? how? They have a giant hair dryer. <laughs> and despite what the tag says.
2: No, they don't even care. They toss they it in. They drop
4: it right in there.
2: <laughs> but can you imagine? Because it's not like this would take a long time, right? Electrics. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
5: right? Now, when they're saying paraly- what, while they're paralyzed, does that mean they're going to come back to, like, in a fish store, or they're dead?
2: No, that they're saying that they will paralyze all of them. So in theory, they would go... Electrocute the whole lake, and then all they of have a sudden, big fish so 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 all these <laughs> fish are paralyzed, right? But alive, functionally alive, right? But can't move or swim, right? And they're floating at the top, and then they just they just clear across.
5: Gonna wake up in a pet store, and they're going to be like,
2: but can <laughs> can you imagine that scene? Can you imagine standing there? Because it's not like it would take like two hours to do it. It's just like boom, current, yeah. Air dryer in, yeah, it's fish just, like, up.
3: <laughs> yeah. well, 4, and you know what they 000. do from there, Eddie? What? They, they head over to uh, Teller Lake number six, which has no integrity.
4: No. I mean, no.
3: you should have seen some of the stuff Teller Lake number six did don't. and posted on Facebook. It's yeah, disgusting. Disgusting,
2: don't even, oh. disgusting <laughs> lake. You don't even go. There. One of the slimiest
1: lakes in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> disgusting. Teller Lake six is the you worst. You know
5: what? I, I feel like... I might be on board if they really, really like don't want any to come back. I might be on board with the draining because unless you completely like even if they paralyzed the fish that were alive and they roasted to the top, like there could be fish eggs, you know, uh, that are a, well, already well. laid. So but if you drain it, everything dries out. That just seems like such a hassle. It Why does. Why don't you just let the goldfish roam? Just call
2: it Goldfish Lake right. and you have a novelty. Yeah. Everybody comes and sees it. Goldfish Lake as heard on the relevant podcast. And literally like
1: <laughs> you set up little roadside stands where you sell plastic bags. It's a
2: whole yeah. novelty. And then don't like you get. Around.
0: Joy, this is your new businessman. I mean, and and I, and I hate to tell you
2: the the goldfish will actually, the goldfish will not get a second life which is the really hard thing. They will paralyze them, but then they will end up killing them. Um, They said that the goldfish will end up as food... No. At a local raptor rehabilitation Stop program. It. But it doesn't explain what a raptor wait, is. Wait, <laughs>
4: wait. I think they buried the
3: lead
2: here. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> they, 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 oh, oh, by the way, Oklahoma's been breeding raptors under the radar. <laughs> and they only eat goldfish. <laughs> and they love goldfish. And clever girl. She likes goldfish. That's a Jurassic Park reference. Bur- nailed it. <laughs> Master of impressions. So-
5: they showed Jurassic Park at a theater here in Portland, because there's another one coming out this summer. You guys probably know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't
2: I actually didn't. But cool. Anyway. Yeah, there's a sec-
5: there's another oh, is this one. It was just the Chris Pratt one? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. But I got legitimately scared. I went and saw I it'd been so long that I forgot where the scary uh, parts were. It's
2: terrifying when that raptor jumps through in the uh in the kitchen. You just oh, scream.
5: On the big screen? <laughs> yeah. Like tap-tap of the tin. <laughs> I
2: remember from when I was 11. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I vote for option number two, and I hope desperately that someone records this so that we can just watch some guy throw a huge hairdryer into a lake, then 4,000 fish float to the top, and then they feed it to velociraptors.
4: There's a
3: big Coast Guard helicopter, and it's like this guy all decked out in sweet gear. Like, Bill, are you ready? Ready, sir? He just gets this massive hair. He looks, he takes the tag that's on there that has the big, like, red circle with a line through bathtub. He just goes, (laughs)
2: tears it off, and just throw her in. (laughs) Yeah. It just,
3: <laughs> all they they all come to the
2: time. Hey, Bill's a
3: psychopath. Last year, he took the the tags off his own mattress. This is
1: the crossover yeah. uh, movie, like episode like nine installment nine with
2: Cat Island. Uh, oh yeah, like, yeah because yeah. then no, the cats and the great. goldfish. Yeah, Joy, you missed Cat Island, but I assume that you know all about it at this point. Yes.
5: <laughs> uh, no.
2: In three years, so the news will pop up <laughs> in her feed. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, a big deal. Yeah.
5: Wait, cat yeah, Cat Island is a real thing.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was. uh I really, we really, there's no way to like briefly go over it, but I will say that I got myself into something with a slice and the next thing you know, there were movie posters with me on cat Island. Yeah. So go back. If I
5: Google that, I'll find it.
2: You really will. Yeah. Well, Hey,
5: if you come visit Portland, there's a new place that just opened up. It's called per lounge or something like that. And it's just like a little shop that you can go and like play with cats.
2: God. How, yeah. Do you have to pay,
3: like, a fee? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't know. I yes. think
5: it's just, like, you can go hang out. And I think they're all cats that are, like, up for adoption. Yeah. But you don't have to adopt them. You can just go play with them. And- so they're well, shelter it's, cats. It's
1: connected to, like, a restaurant or something, right? And you can go China's in there. A restaurant. D-
5: uh, <laughs> well, if it doesn't wow. get adopted, Chad, that's awful.
0: Chad
2: yeah. just being <clears throat> terribly
0: <clears throat> racist. Sorry, guys, I'm out. He's
5: like, I'm out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is he? He doesn't have to live for tomorrow. He yeah, okay. I, I do not like the sound, like the purring sound that cats make. Like the that is the weirdest thing to me. I hate yeah.
5: that. Oh, them saying they love you
2: <laughs> I know so. but why can't they just Receive say Receive that love
5: Eddie
2: <laughs> Right I think that's what really is
5: difficult And on that note
2: All right Well uh, that'll Joy. do it for science Joy has
1: got to step away She has a long to-do list for today So she's not she's going to step away But thanks for coming on and saying bye to Chad Yeah thank Cass, you
5: Navely, you're the best and I Wish you well, my friend.
2: Wow. Thank you, Joey. See you Joy. in three uh, three weeks in a day. It'll be uh, we miss you. Stay tuned up next,
1: Rachel Held Evans. What do you want? Is
4: it more than her? Maybe no one, no one really wants to try. But how can't we see what's not?
0: of This week's podcast are sponsored by Life on Mission. When we choose to join God on His mission, we dare to be the everyday missionaries we are called to be. Life on Mission is a great resource to help you embrace God's mission for your life. Adaptable to any context, Life on Mission functions well as an individual study or within a small group environment. Filled with engaging stories and powerful questions, it delivers a robust gospel foundation with daily mission practices that help you take your next steps to living Life on Mission. Your Life on Mission Matters, and you can find out more at LifeOnMissionBook.com.
1: You're listening to Toro I Moi, the song is Spell It Out, which ironically T-O-R-O. people don't know how to spell their name. Yeah. Yeah. This week's interview is brought to you by our favorite snacking company, Nature Box. Listen, folks, you know you're going to snack. Uh, do when, I? And when you do, you want, you want it to be worth it. Yeah, can I... Listen, I had to get some snacks together for my softball game on Monday because yes. I knew that the game was going to go right through dinner time. You gotta get your I was cap- going to get a little hungry. A little Capri Sun and a little Nature Box. Right.
3: You, you, you put your cargo pants on and loaded them with lamb meat. Right. Just uh,
1: sadly, <laughs> I, I I put on my firearms cargos. It was a whole to do. Mm. Yeah, I was hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that you want something that's tasty and and satisfying, but doesn't make you feel guilty afterwards. What you need are snacks from NatureBox. Bingo. You can choose from over a hundred healthy and crave-worthy options to be delivered right to your door. And all their snacks are made with zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. Zero grams trans fat and no high fructose corn syrup. Best of all, they taste. Amazing. They are super uh, nice. Right now, if you go to naturebox.com slash relevant, you can get a free trial of their favorite snacks. Uh, free snacks de- delivered right to your door. What are you waiting for? Go to naturebox.com/relevant to start your free trial today. We actually have some yeah, they here. sent us
2: a box. Yeah, I know they did. I'm just sitting here like a this dog. This is like with a, a smaller box. box. This must be their free trial box.
0: Well, they sent two boxes. They sent like a full box. Yeah, the, the other s- box, Chad. The staff devoured it within a day. Oh, that's no. okay. That, well, the, uh, right, right
1: in front of us, sourdough cheddar pretzels. If you want a little something savory, uh, strawberry Greek yogurt pretzels, oh, a little sweet. Uh, they got uh, some garden tomato crunchies, oh, tomato flavored yeah. almonds. So that's Hello. what that is. And uh, let's see, they some jalapeno cashews. Oh, wow. You can do a hot cashew stand Ooh. in Nashville, uh, Chad. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, for all the vegans up there. Cranberry medley, a little pomegranate and a kai uh, flavored dry cranberries with blueberries in it. Yes. I mean, that's Beep. There you go. You can yeah, do some of that. Give it to me. There you go. <laughs> naturebox.com slash relevant. Get a free trial. It's worth it. You'll like it.
4: I will like
1: it. Rachel Held Evans is a blogger and author who uh, wrote the book A Year of Biblical Womanhood and Faith Unraveled. Her new book, "Searching for Sunday: Loving, Leaving, and Finding the Church," is a story of her quest to learn what it means to be a part of the church mm. through seven sacraments. Uh, Eddie, you—you're the one who
2: I talks did, to her. I did. I was privileged to speak with her because I loved her book. It was such a good book for me, just personally, as um, it just—it was the right book for me to be reading at this time. But also, I just love her style of writing. So approachable, so smart, and then just to be able to talk to her she is brilliant and um just uh really really thoughtful and also went to school with chad went to school yeah we went to college together went to school with chad (laughs) graduated in the same class had some very nice things to say about chad including the fact that chad was very cool apparently is that what she said very fashionable and cool well look where it left me friday i'm unemployed (laughs) so it was awesome and people really should i know i know we always say this but like really should read her book it is really spectacular she's really 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 great writer yeah so without any further ado
1: Here's Eddie's conversation with Rachel Held-Evans.
2: So I recently, this is not going to be a conversation that's about me, but I recently...
8: um, You're interesting. It's okay. Let's talk all about (laughs) that. No, let's
2: not. (laughs) Um, So I was a pastor from uh, eight months ago and before that for many, many years. And for the first time in the last eight months, uh, I've had the opportunity to not go to church, which Mm. I has been... um, Pretty incredible, both to have the choice, but also to just experience like CBS Sunday morning and late yeah. lunches, brunches.
8: <gasps> CBS Sunday morning is the best.
2: The best. Um, so, but my my decision not to go has sometimes stemmed out of just pure laziness. But for you, you kind of start the conversation in this book with like, hey, sometimes I'm not there and sometimes I've stopped going. Can you talk about why that why that was and why that is?
8: Yeah, church is has been hard for me for a long time now. And it's just because, you know, just the doubt and disillusionment that comes along with uh, kind of coming of age, having grown up in the church, and then looking around and just feeling like I didn't fit in. I was asking questions that I felt like nobody else sitting next to me in the pews was asking. Mm. I had some big doubts about Christianity. and um, And then I had... Serious questions about the way, you know, gay and lesbian people were being treated and talked about. Uh, It was frustrating to me that I'd never seen a woman give a sermon. Mm. Uh, And then I just, yeah, I, I never quite fit into the sort of woman's world of church. It was like, you know how they always the men have the prayer breakfasts, you know, and the women have like the teas. I do. Well, women like breakfast food too, by right. the way. Right. And <laughs> and I like
2: tea quite a bit, to be honest. You.
8: <laughs> and you know, it was like, oh, well, we'll talk about theology and the Bible at the men's breakfast, and I'm like, I like bacon and substitutionary atonement. Like I like to talk about stuff too. Uh, so I never really just fit in, and also just felt really. um Sort of lonely, I guess, even though I was surrounded by really good people who loved me and supported me and, and knew me better than anyone else in the world, mm. it was still that church hour was still the, the loneliest hour of my week uh, because I felt so uh, out of step with the way the people around me thought and engaged the world and um, as wonderful as they were and as good a people as they were, I just, I wasn't buying it anymore. Mm. So, you know, this led to some time away from church, some time being part of a church startup that didn't really get off the ground, yeah. and then a real period of disillusionment where I just didn't want anything to do with the church or Christianity. And now, only recently, in the last couple years, have I found myself going to church more often than not on Sunday mornings, and now we worship in an Episcopal church, mm-hmm. um, which is just, I am I really am loving it. And I'm loving, you know, sort of the centrality of the Eucharist and uh, the sacraments. And I'm really getting into church again, which is nice. But I will say there's a lot of freedom and things to be learned when you're in that in-between place. Or when you take a break from going to church. And I actually think it can be really healthy uh, for relationships, for yourself, for um, you know how you think about God and the world to take a little time away from the way you've always been doing church and, and try something new for a while.
2: So there will be a, uh, and I'm sure you've experienced this both in your writing on the blog and also on the release of this book, people that hear that, like, like I hear you saying that and I, I get it. I'm like, yeah, I actually feel that and it has been really freeing to not have to be there and it's been a whole process, but people will hear that and say, absolutely not. How how do you hear that when people have such a, a, a vitriolic response to mm. you saying, sometimes I just want to see who was on Meet the Press, and sometimes <laughs> I just wake up not sure if I'm 100% all in? You know How do you respond to those people?
8: Well, I mean, and it's funny, too, that people kind of get worked up about that when I kind of think it's a miracle that I'm a part of a church at all, you know, when right. when I think about how persistent my doubts are, mm. what a cynic I can be, and I'm really trying to work on kicking the cynicism habit and things like that. But, you know, I don't know. You, you would think that people would be happy that um, I have found a community and a, a church that I love. And, yeah, so my attendance record isn't perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but you would think. And I think this just goes to show that, there's this sense that, that church is this duty, this thing you have to check off a box, you know, in, in a, bo- a to do list or a mm-hmm. box, and that, um, you know, that, that somehow you have to show up between the hours of 9 a.m. and noon on a Sunday to be part of a church or part of a community. And I just mm-hmm. don't believe that. I think, you know, church is something that we do not just when we break the bread of communion at the altar on a Sunday morning. You know, church is something we do when we break the bread of communion among other believers around a dinner table, or at during a picnic, or any time that we um, confess our sins to one another. Any time that we remind one another in the spirit of baptism that we're beloved children of God, we're practicing the sacraments of the church. Mm. We're we're being church together. Mm. So, yeah, I tend to favor being connected to a local church community. I think that's healthy and I think that's good. But I also know that it's not the only place that I encounter God. It's not the only place I encounter church. Mm -hmm. I encounter church in a lot of different places throughout the week. And uh, for people especially who have been deeply wounded by the institutional church, I think that time away from that can be incredibly healing. Because mm. uh, the church, you, you don't just leave church. Uh, if you're anything like me, church tends to kind of hunt you down. Right. <laughs> you know, there will right. always be fellow followers of Jesus who want to be in community with you, and who you want to be in community with as well. And 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 that happens whether or not you're showing up on a Sunday morning religiously. Mm. Um, so yeah, I hope that and I hope that that encourages people, and um, especially people who are recovering maybe from a difficult church experience i hope that they know that they're not alone and that they can still be part of the church no matter where where that worship or where that community or communion happens
2: so you speak and uh talk about this a lot and i am sure that a lot of people must come up to you and say "Uh, i don't go to church or maybe they've heard it as you giving them permission not to maybe you are um and and they just say you know thank you for kind of engaging this what what is typically your response to folks that uh are really disillusioned with church but haven't turned the corner as you have and And not to say that church has become this like primary thing. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it's like you still have some permission not to be there on a Sunday and you have a larger sense of what it is and what it isn't. But for folks that haven't turned that corner and are just done, what what are you saying to them? How are you engaging them?
8: Yeah. I mean, I think the most important thing when people come up to me and, and I have to say a lot of times, these are people who have been kicked to the curb by a church. Um, I have a lot of readers who come from the LGBT community uh, and they come up to me, put their head on my shoulder sometimes and cry Mm. because they've been so mistreated. They were told that they couldn't take communion with the church or they couldn't teach Sunday school or they couldn't even attend. And, you know, gosh, it's really hard to fault those people for not going back or for struggling to go back. So the thing I always say, first of all, is just, you know, you're not alone. There's so many people who've had a difficult church experience. And I think there's this notion that we have to either see the church as spotless and 100% great and never say anything bad about church, mm-hmm. or conversely, Church is stupid. Church people are terrible. They're all a bunch of hypocrites. I want nothing to do with it. Mm. And it's it's amazing how difficult it seems to be for people to understand that you can talk about church and write about church in a way that acknowledges both realities. Mm. That, yeah, pe- the church can be cruel and the church can do incredible wounding. But mm. I've also seen church do incredible healing. Mm. And holding those two things in tension is really hard. It's hard for me. But I know it's the truth. Um, so, I, I, you know, I, I tell people that they're not alone and that I understand and that, um, you know, it sucks and <laughs> I'm here. And, you know, the things you tell somebody who's in pain, which is there's really nothing much more you can offer than your presence, Um, and just acknowledging the truth of that difficult situation. So that's what I usually tell people. And when people ask me, when should I go back to church or should I go back to church? You know, that's a question they have to answer for themselves in their own time. Uh, But I do hope people find their way back to some form of a faith community, because I'm convinced that whether or not that's, you know, in an institutionalized church or not, but I'm convinced that this, faith thing is something we're supposed to do together and in community. Mm -hmm. And so if you can find a community of people that practice baptism and confession, where you tell each other the truth about your struggles and about your sins, where you um, walk with one another through suffering and if you can find a community that does those things, yeah. you will be better for it. Mm. But I do know that sometimes it just takes people time to to find it and 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 time to feel ready to go back. So mm. you know, I get it, yeah. and they're certainly not alone.
2: Last question. For someone who is uh, reading your book, sitting in a coffee shop, reads the last page, closes the book, and gets up determined to do something. Uh, what is your hope for their? next right step?
8: I hope it gives them hope. I really do. And I hope it it, it makes them pay better attention. I think as a writer, that's always your goal is mm. to help people pay attention mm. to where God is working, where the spirit is present, where a community is doing something holy. Mm. I hope it kind of just helps them see... God and see church all around them uh, in a way that they hadn't before, and I hope that that gives them hope that they that especially for people who have been burned by the church, I hope that it it, it has helped them with their cynicism. Uh, so I have a whole chapter in there about my own cynical nature, <laughs> which crops up every time, you know, something like what happened in Indiana happens, or, you know, I get real cranky and grouchy about Christianity. And, uh, you know, I I have had to confront ha- ways in which that anger can be healthy and ways in which that anger can be unhealthy. So I really hope that for, my, for people who read the book, it helps them sort that out, too. Hmm. I hope it just makes them hopeful about the church, but in a way, not in a way that is sort of empty and platitudes and cheesy. And because I think, I think it's possible to look squarely at all the ugliness in the church and still find it beautiful. That's what I hope the book does. And I hope it helps other people do that too.
1: That was Rachel Held Evans. You can find out more at rachelheldevans.com.
2: And it's not a site where like she's holding people named Evan. No, no. no. theres I mean, she may be, but that's only coincidental.
3: I, I've been confused about her all I, this time. I've
2: been in a totally different Total time.
1: brand confusion, but I'm clarifying right. for her. One on the
7: fire sweet sipping on you. One drop, baby, got me and you me out too. I the hand. I went on.
1: You're listening to our next guest, Matthew Mayfield. The song is Mess of a Man. Matthew Mayfield uh, is a singer-songwriter who's never been uh, one to shy away from a challenge. He's been changing up his sound consistently since 2008. He's done acoustic ballads. He's done gritty southern rock and his new LP Wild Eyes uh, is no different. It's a vast departure from his last full-length album, uh, A Banquet of Ghosts back in 2012, but still maintains his signature sound and uh, passion that people know from his music. Our very own Dargan Thompson recently spoke to him. Here D-train. is D Train talking to Matthew Mayfield.
7: Mr. left to, to the right The wrong man, and hard for me.
6: Um, so I know you've been in music for a long time. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got started?
7: Uh, yeah. When I first, I started playing guitar when I was nine and was super into the rock and rollers back then, which was, you know, the Guns N' Roses there and myths of the world. My dad got me into Led Zeppelin and, um, I was just enamored with, you know, the whole rock and roll superstardom, and in particular, you know that band Guns N' Roses was—they were idols. You know, they were—they were like larger than life, especially as a child. And so that that band really kickstarted my desire to chase it. You know, chase. Oh, you know, I want—I want to do that kind of thing. And you know, been doing it ever since. I think I think the first time that I I started writing songs around. 12, about 12 or 13 really bad songs, and you know, they've gotten better over the years. So we ride away back toward the river, rejoice, rejoice. Whoa, oh, 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 I can hear the source echo the riddles of wars we used to wage. I can feel.
6: call it like musical bipolar disorder um do I mean you you've written like songs in a range of genres do you feel do you ever feel pressured to like choose one or have you just split them into different projects or how do you I guess combine that
7: well honestly I feel like the most important thing when you're an artist is to be true to what's going on in your life to be true to your craft and respect the craft and so I think the the ultimate tribute you can pay to songwriting is to be honest, and that can be musically and lyrically. You know, just be honest about what's going on, whether it's a song about you, or a song about someone else, or song about whether it's a story song or whatever. Just be true to it. And so for me, when it came time to make the rock record, you know, I, I felt this huge responsibility. You know, to it was sort of a tribute to my heroes, you know. I, I wanted to make something that they would be proud of, and something that felt it. You know, it's a tongue-in-cheek record, but um, in a sense, but it's also very, you know, it's musically super complex. And had to find the right guys to, to be in the band, and, and it was super fun. But I think it, just in music in general, while that is is, is it just as honest even though it's not quite as personal as that record, A Banquet for Ghosts, that I put out a few records. It was the last full length, I think it was 2012, which was super personal and it, it, painful. You know, it was a very painful record for me to make. and So I, I think it changes, you know, every time, every time I make a record, I feel like I'm doing something completely different and that's what keeps it fun.
6: So tell me a little bit more about like what inspirations were behind Wild Eyes or what were you writing about particularly on the album?
7: Well, it's kind of, it's all over the place. Um, you know, because I've been working on some of these songs for years. Um tra- like, like, song like Quiet Lies or um, this, the last song, uh, Settle Down. You know, those are older songs for me. I just didn't want to. I just didn't feel right to put them out as one-off singles, or, or I wanted them to be part of a body of work, Um, but I just didn't have the whole thing crafted out yet. So those were two of the later ones I added in. But you know, in terms of inspiration, it's it's, it is all over the place. You know, it's there's uh, there's a little, it's it's a little less about me and a little less and a little more about you know I wrote some of the songs for based on. Stories, you know, uh, that I'd read or TV television, film pitches, or you know, saying we need, we have a character, we need a song. Um, you know, it was great to put yourself because when you put yourself inside a story and inside somebody else's head and you write from that perspective, it, it frees you up, you know. And then it, and I find that when I start doing that, maybe the first verse, the first pre-chorus is. Based off of the story, and then I find it by the end of the song. It's about me, you know. You you end up channeling things that, uh, in a different way and um, finding different inspiration, and then that's really fun for me and fresh. You know, you get you can get worn out, uh, you know, and pretty ragged out writing about yourself all the time. You know. It's the calm and
4: the fear. It's the
6: So, what would you say have been kind of some highlights of your, I guess, of the past few years for you?
7: You know, I've been fortunate to have uh, a career making art, you know, making music and and I, that I'm really passionate about. Um, I think. You know, obviously the the Grey's Anatomy placements and uh, you know some of the uh, placements I've had on some bigger TV shows have been really big highlights because they expose you to a whole new group of fans and, um, um, and you know some of the tour stuff has been really great. I've I've had the opportunity to tour with you know my friends uh, in a band called Need to Breathe and there's a guy named David Ramirez that that I love that I've been, been on the road with and. Um, but I think the the biggest highlight for me is on the road when when people when you're you know you're weary and you're tired and um, you're ragged out and you know it's, if somebody comes up to the merch table after the show and you know they show you a tattoo your lyrics on their body or tell you a story about how you know and they're super sincere you know how your music helped them through or a particular song helped them through um, the worst times in their life. Or they got married and your song was their first dance, or whatever it is, you know, there's some way you've touched them. I think that's that's the, the ultimate payoff um for me personally. And the biggest highlight for sure.
1: That was Matthew Mayfield make sure to check out his new uh, album Wild Eyes wherever music is sold Sunshine on my back
4: beyond the only kind I-
1: Listening to the National song "The Sunshine on My Back," because you don't have your shirt on. Just put your shirt on, and you're gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. You don't. (sighs) You're gonna get a burn. You don't want to. At least wear sunscreen. It's a new single. National, very depressing. Yeah, very depressing in general. Do you like them? I like them, but you put it on, and by the end of it, you just need like you got to be in a mood for it. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, just heavy. Yeah, <laughs> I need to rethink my life choices.
2: <laughs> you know. All right, it's time for your feedback. Before we get into feedback, though, that the, you should play the national as your like uh, your song for walking out to the pitcher's mound. Yeah. Just one of their songs. Just no, come we're going to
1: play the national on Chad's last day as he's walking out to his car. and do it. Just, Like heavy,
2: they're like my favorite band,
0: so I would I'll sing al- right along. What is your favorite band, Chad? The national. national. and radio. I, I think
3: I think it needs to be had a bad day. Like <laughs> like an old like an <laughs> old American <laughs> <Idolcastle>. Idol
4: cast-off. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It sounds
1: horrible, Jesse. <laughs> okay, before we get into feedback, your feedback, uh, which is all about Joy, who's not on with us right now. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, a little birdie told me there's a Joe the neighbor update, Jesse. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, uh, and it is a it, tragic one. <laughs> 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 the bird, the bird that told me was the bird that was released at his funeral, yeah. and he flew, uh, flew all the way to me. One of
2: the white, doves one of the white doves that that came yes. out of the hole. <laughs> yeah.
3: Joe, to my knowledge, is still alive. Oh, okay, uh, good. I, I sadly have not gotten to the bottom of the whole situation. I haven't had the a chance. It's a bottomless to have, hole situation. Yeah, exactly. He it, hasn't there, gotten to it either. I, uh, it's the hole in the front yard is still there. There's really? still. As of yesterday, two broken shovels around the perimeter of said hole.
1: So, so, so to catch people up, uh, in the front yard of Jesse's neighbor's house is a large hole, the size of, uh, a, a like, describe like ten, twelve feet
3: wide. Like a washing machine could easily fit in there. Okay, there you go. All
1: right, large hole, unexplained. And when when Jesse <laughs> saw his neighbor in front of the house, the, the he looked frustrated and confused at the existence of the hole. Right. Yeah, don't know why it's there.
3: And and as of this week, there are several broken shovels oh. around the perimeter. It takes of the a lot hole, to break a if, shovel. As if someone was digging, broke the shovel, got another shovel, and kept digging until the other one broke. Uh, I huh. haven't had I you know we've been pretty busy lately. Uh, I've seen Joe and given him the wave a couple times, but I haven't the, had the
1: two a, finger little uh, temple to the yeah.
3: yeah 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 precisely. I heard him yelling about something in the backyard yesterday. Uh, you know, one house over. So I know he's fine. I know, you know, he- he's fine and healthy. I-, I don't know what the story is with the hole still, but, uh, another mystery has surfaced yesterday, seven. And I can't make this up. There's no way that my mind can think. No, of this. no.
2: And just for people listening, you are not making this up. This is not like shtick. No, this is an actual thing that happened that you're just telling us about.
3: <laughs> and uh, yesterday I'm, I'm pulling out of the neighborhood and I see that five to seven, I didn't count them. Massive crates of bananas are sitting in his driveway.
2: What in the world? <laughs> I mean, those go bad. What is it? I, I can't in even the driveway.
3: get through. Yeah. Massive I, crates and that I can see are filled with bananas.
2: Yeah. We can't even get through the Costco. Like when they well, do like yeah, 10 of them in a right. little package, but me residence is not
3: large enough to eat. I mean, more than I would say like two of those, like, uh, you know, standard things of bananas that you buy at the store. But these are crates brimming with bananas.
1: Okay, Jesse, little John David Snavely over here mimed over to me. He has a theory. The theory is there's a monkey in the hole.
2: <laughs> I mean, is, it would be. Can for, you prove that there's not?
3: And, and Cameron, I'm assuming that in that scenario, the monkey's the one who's been sh- trying to shovel his way out so furiously that he's broken the shovel. He's, yeah,
2: give me another, give me another shovel. I mean, that's a monkey. Just like
3: keep calm down there and just throwing. Shut your mouth. <laughs>
4: into you, You'll the be quiet.
3: Hole. So, so, so the the suggestion is Joe has a giant monkey
2: hole
4: in his front yard,
3: not backyard.
2: Front keep yard. digging, monkey. <laughs> no that's he, it yeah. Joe's
1: trying to get to something buried treasure yeah. he employed monkey labor yeah. that's the thing right, right. he that's thinks a, he's juking the system no 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 he
3: is
2: trying to get down he is the type of guy that would try to think outside the box like that <laughs> he spent three years teaching a monkey how to use a shovel and now the plan is coming to fruition <laughs> and but the honest. banana supply pro- supply problem has been not what he expected
3: I did hear him I did hear him yelling at someone in the backyard the other day
2: don't you it, ever look at my monkey? <laughs> then
3: it was it was along those lines. Like if it was, it, it could have been the monkey. We I don't know. I, the, the mystery just, is just getting thicker every day.
4: Oh, that's and amazing. This is two
3: houses down from me. This is amazing. God bless them. All right. <laughs> yeah, crates of bananas have showed up on the scene. <laughs> that's so
1: weird. All right, so it's time for your feedback. Uh, Last week, we asked you, what stunt would you have our very own Joy Egrich do to put a smile on the face of the people of Portland? Uh, Last week, we learned about the... The pink chickens oh, yeah. that were um, that were put in trees around a lake in Portland to bring smiles Just to the face of the happy. Portland uh, and raise awareness for chicken breasts, and um, we I, thought that what a great idea. <laughs> we we need to get joy in on the action, and and
2: <laughs> to raise awareness <laughs> for chicken breasts. It's not that part of it's not true. <laughs> it's true to me. Pink yeah, chickens
1: serve one purpose, um, and so you know uh, you guys wrote in. Uh, you hit us up on Twitter at Relevant Podcast. You also posted on the podcast episode page mm-hmm. at relevantmagazine.com. Here's a few of our favorites.
3: Michael said that she should dress up like the like a son, like in the Jimmy Dean commercials, or presumably a Dylan drawing.
2: <laughs> 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 Good one, Jesse. Good callback.
3: Well done. <laughs> and sing You Are My Sunshine to people on the street. It was a little straightforward, but yeah, okay. Uh, a little... Then another, uh, Mitchell said that, uh, based on pe- how much people uh, from Portland loved it, From Portland, love to tell you they are from Portland. Joy should just simply remind them that they are still, in fact, living in (laughs) Portland. That would bring a smile to their face.
1: Exactly. Kind of an ironic smile, like, yeah, thanks for the reminder. I know where I am, but yeah. Uh,
3: Peter suggested uh, that she go ahead and organize the uh, DC Talk reunion tour and have the opening night be... In Portland. Have it kick off in the city of Portland.
2: What what could put more smiles on faces, right, Eddie? Or a a singular face. I would be very, very happy. (laughs) He would lose his mind. Uh, So Reardon? I'm sorry. I don't know how to say this person's name, and I apologize. Reardan.
1: R-I-O-R-D-A-N.
2: Rachel held Evans. Okay,
1: I'm it, because all of their names was Evans. It was like a think piece Instagram account. Yeah.
3: Okay. So this, but but, it, but it's because it's held, not holding, it's past that. So it's really just Rachel standing there.
1: <laughs>
2: so uh,
3: this, oh, she did. Hel- she did hold him. She
2: did hold him. We just didn't get a picture of it. <laughs> um, said that. Uh, so Reardon McLean opened up. Should open up a psychiatric stand like uh like uh, Lucy on Peanuts. Right. And, okay. And just charge. Uh, uh, $0.05 cents okay. per session, which is actually really daunting. Maybe she could do a little bit more than that, or $0.05 cents a second. And uh, she could try to raise more money than Jesse for uh, for Nickelback. I well, guess hey, it's for Charity this is veering.
1: This is veering into a new idea. Right. Maybe the next question of the week should be, what should Joy do to make money?
2: <laughs> there we go. Does anybody have some job
1: openings they could send Joy? Or
3: Chad. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: he's going to open a hot vegan stand right. in Nashville. Right. Right. <laughs> only for hot vegans. <laughs> we only Physically serve hot. Vegans. He's gonna call it hot vegan. Yep. And then uh, he's gonna have a bouncer at the door, which yep. you could, yeah, which just, you could uh, be Jesse. Uh,
4: yeah.
3: yeah. 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 I, I, yeah, I size them up. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah,
3: a little Next. above
4: average, but not really
3: hot. We're only looking for like hot vegans. So. Where's your yoga pants? Yeah. Listen. I. You know. I'm closing up the stand today. I got to run back in the cargo pants and get some fresh veggies. So. <laughs> If we're all out of soy or hummus or whatever these weirdos eat. I gotta load up the
2: cargo pants. I'll be back. <laughs> this is outside of feedback, but I, I would like to say yeah, people do tweet all, all at the us. Hotties just need to hold their horses.
1: <laughs> people do all, tweet us. Hold
3: on, hotties. I'll be back. <laughs>
1: You vegan hotties. Um, people do tweet us things other than the question of the week right. feedback. Actually, most of our tweets and people contacting us is not about the question yeah, of
2: the week. So this like, is
1: one that kind of caught your eye.
2: Right, yes. Yeah. So this is uh, from Pr- Promise Keepers, actually, tweeted to us. The, the men's conference from the 90s. Promise kept. Yeah. Um, BYOS is what they tweeted. BYOS, BYOS, bring your own shofar. And they said it happens at every conference. I, you know what? I don't doubt it. No, I don't either. Yeah. I'm sure they have a, a very professional shofar player that. No,
1: they don't. It's a bring your own shofar. It's people oh, who just oh, attend,
2: yeah, to, bring their own shofar. Yeah, oh, I on on the thought. See, I would think, and I'd love to get some video of this. I'm sure it exists somewhere, that there would be like an opening shofar, and then everybody does kind of like it's like a call and response shofar. <laughs> Right. Like I'm gonna no. hit, I'm gonna hit the main one on the big stage, nah. and then everybody else brings out their every own. every conference I've been to.
1: I mean, grew up charismatic world. I've I been to all these conferences. Mm-hmm. The people who bring the shofars, it's never a sanctioned shofar situation. What they mm-hmm. do is, it's the people who somehow get there so early. They always sit on the front row. I, they always in an arena of. Six to twelve thousand people. The shofar person always weaseled their way onto the front row. No,
2: I think it's like the Orlando City games. There's like the the fans and the cheering section, you know, that have the banners and are mm-hmm. all painted up. The they supporter have, section. They have a, it's a special club and they have special seats assigned to that club. So I think there's like a shofar club, promise keeper shofar club, and shofar shofar. I'm going.
1: I'm going to back to that that worship conference I was at. They weren't really pleased with the shofar guy. This was a kind of a rogue shofar situation. Uh, I don't think they would have given him a a certain sanctioned section. Mm. It was kind of like, we kind of don't want you here. You make it weird. But we can't stop you until you cross the line. But what's funny about a shofar
2: is, like, we would we would we would not hesitate if someone just pulled out a trumpet, right. and was just like playing trumpet in the <laughs> middle of a worship yeah, service. Well, we would kick them that's out. Awesome. So, because the nature of the instrument is biblical, we were like, oh, "What do we do, do here?" I do, yeah, I'm like, do we do, just, I yeah." Well,
3: well K- Cameron, what you're suggesting is like when people come into these conferences or like a sporting event, they go through like a metal detector, right? They're like, can you please go step to the to the right here and we're gonna take you to the shofar detector? And please open that gym bag you have, sir. Yeah. because it's long enough to hold a shofar.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or can. maybe they're
3: sir, 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 you explain this? Sir you explain Those this?
1: cargo pants pockets look very full. <laughs>
3: um, we need are there are th- lots of tiny shofars in there. <laughs> like kazoo-sized shofars. He <laughs> lines them <of> all of-
4: up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Are they shofar kazoos? Are they shofar kazoos? <laughs> He's making a run for it. He's going to the hot vegan stand. Get him. He's not even hot.
2: We got to get a shofar in here. No. We, we got to get they, a...
3: I looked
1: on eBay, man. They are so expensive. expensive. Just go to the Promise Keeper store. They have branded shofars. I could get a replica shofar, like a plastic one, because the real ram's horn shofars are incredibly I want a, expensive. I want
2: an
3: elephant tusk, an elephant <laughs> ivory tusk. The biggest shofar. I want one that's like four feet long.
2: Right. Right, right, right. What right. kind of ram has a four foot horn? Big one, an
3: impressive one. One, <laughs> yeah. one, one that was bred for this. <laughs> show i want
2: to have to hook up an air compressor to get that thing <laughs> <laughs> showfaring.
3: Yeah. It's like Rika Law. Remember the Rika Law commercials? That's
2: how the show works now. <laughs> it is. This is how we start the new show. Eddie, remember the Rika
3: Law commercials? Oh yeah, <laughs>
2: with that massive horn. <laughs> It's the week of March, whatever. It's the relevant podcast. And then a rogue far goes uh, on. This is what's gonna happen
1: in the post Snavely yeah. era.
2: Yeah. This is what actually this is the one thing I'm happy about you leaving is you've never let us have showfars on the show chat. And now it's starting next week. Now there's literally nothing you can do other than drive your hippie family up to Hot Chickenville and let us blow our showfars as you leave. R- uh, real, quick. real quick,
3: Cameron, uh this is a side note. Uh uh, editor, remind me to bring this up to the next editorial meeting.
4: Kay.
3: Uh listical idea. Okay. Seven people you see at every charismatic conference. Yes! One of rogue shofar oh, guy. Rogue shofar God. guy. You got the flag wavers, got the You got American flag guy. You have got the, the people who uh
1: have purchased like like the people who are serious about bowling purchase their own balls and shoes. You got the you got the tambourine people who got Ooh, those professional yeah. musician tambourines just in their purse. Uh let's see, there's you got three the pile sprinter. Isle sprinters, sure,
3: yeah. You know, I mean, when when the when the when the spear hits them, they're just boom. The uh, okay, Mo-
1: modesty napkin uh, person down by the altar. Somebody's gonna uh, lay out. Uh, they they put a modesty uh, a kind of sheet <laughs> or blanket modesty. over the ladies. <laughs> Shut. <laughs>
3: That's not real Absolutely it is Oh my god Eddie, Eddie, clearly you didn't grow up in charismatic service No,
2: we know I didn't And I just
3: can't believe Hey, if a lady who's dressed properly
1: for church Like in a, in a skirt or a dress Wants to go down to the altar And, and, and you know, wants she, to she, lay she, in the presence of God all,
2: under the power no, no, she's not dressed properly then
1: Right. Well, she didn't plan on be, on on the presence of God being that strong. So she lays down. Well, then somebody, a nice volunteer, will come over and put oh uh, a modesty God. towel over her legs.
3: I'm dead serious about this. I, absolutely,
1: absolutely. And it can't R- R- a, a it can't be mean spirited. R- R- it just needs to be a little uh, inside baseball, you know.
3: Yeah. It'll be the third feature. A little inside baseball for people who want to see how an editorial meeting works. This this is one of those things we come up with, we circle, and we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're dreamers and doers here at the relevant <laughs> editorial team. All
3: we'll right, be able to look out for this piece on the site.
1: <laughs> All right, that'll do for your feedback. There's a lot more if you want to chime in. It's time for this week's
5: editorial question of the week.
3: <laughs> okay, well,
1: as we know, it's <clears> the
4: <throat> end of a... Okay. All right. Era, this is, this is where it gets real.
1: A... Uh, the end of a bearded, hairless era here. <laughs> bearded, hairless era. <laughs> At the relevant podcast. The hot
3: vegan era has come to an
4: end. Everybody Our hurts. yoga
1: pants have left the building. That's if- right.
3: Relevant's so hottest vegan. <laughs> <That's honestly laughs> I will so say Eddie's that Eddie's like, hey, it, uh, no, well,
2: I'm <laughs> just happy to sorry, be the hottest Eddie. vegan now. Like now that he's gone, I move into the number one spot. <laughs> you
1: uh, Man, um, <laughs> you're like the runner-up at the uh, Miss America pageant. Like something, yeah. you know? If uh,
2: I've always thought of myself as America's sweetheart, and yeah. so it's good that you yeah. v-
1: vocalize yeah. that. So you know, big big uh, shoes <laughs> to fill. Big 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 shoes. Size and nine and a half. But. Big size nine and a half shoes to fill here at the Roman podcast. And it's we want pretty, to know for this small. week's question of the week. I'm kind of a tiny shoe. <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: size twelve. What do you yeah, size your about feet? That, guys. Yeah, I mean it's nine and a half sometimes a 10 just depends on the boot <laughs> uh, depends on the size of the slipper the size of the Lululemon slipper
1: so we were thinking you know while we're looking and yeah. meeting people and looking for his long term replacement Mr. John David Snavely is not his long term replacement I love that, uh, I love that. I love John that David joke. and I will be I love that joke manning the, the, the room manning the ones and twos he'll have mm-hmm. one I'll have two and uh, we'll make it happen in the transition um, yeah. and so but the new person coming in the person that we're looking for, that unique beard that's out there, yeah. um, they're going to come in and they, they're going to be like, whoa, like what do I do now? Yeah. So we want your tips for this week's Christmas Week. We want your tips on things the new person, meaning the ones and twos, need to know on yeah. their first day here at The Relevant Podcast. Yeah. Things that they need to know stepping into this job, things they should do, uh, knowledge they need to have Yeah. Uh, to do the job as it should be done.
2: Man, yeah, I like this. I like it, too.
1: Because I don't know. And I'm going to make it part of my, our interview process. No.
2: And Chad doesn't know? But yeah, because right.
1: well, the thing is, Eddie and I have no idea what Chad actually right. does. No,
2: all right. I know is you and I come in, we make magic, we walk out. Yep. Everything else is a, a mystery. on Friday afternoon, there's a podcast on the side, And so yep. now we're going to have
1: the listeners tell us <laughs> what the new person needs to know <laughs> so I can tell the new person. Write the
0: job description for the new person. Yeah, <laughs> So um. you
1: can you can write in. Uh, uh, hit us up on Twitter, at Relevant Podcast. You could write your suggestions, because they'll probably be pretty long yeah. on in the comments there on the podcast episode page at realmagazine.com or you can email me directly
2: uh <laughs> sorry, please no. uh, yeah so suggestions yeah. for the new guy yeah good things there they need go. to know i actually feel really sad and don't want the show to end because i know this is it right we're done
3: this is the last one This is well it, i've got to
2: go clean this crap up that we just
0: technically it's not
3: done for my purposes i'm done i'm not going to think about this uh again until it's up
1: well we could just stand here um yeah, because silently stare at each other for, <laughs> yeah, and just until, keep it running until <laughs> the hard drive like runs Because out of space. technically, I think there's a loophole in his contract mm-hmm. that if we don't end the show, he can't leave. Right. Right. He right. said so, he'd
2: finish this show. This
1: is like one of those deals where you have to keep the hand on the car to win the car. I hear you. So, it's
0: like it's like the movie Speed. You <laughs> yes. Going a certain mile an hour, that things are just going to blow up. It's just going to be horrible. Right. Oh, man, the yeah. recording has to continue. Man.
2: So So what, uh, Jesse? How have you been, man? (laughs) (laughs) What's been going on? I'm just over here uh, doing that uh, drag it out motion. Stories about your life or what are? (laughs) Yeah,
3: uh, well, if we're going to be honest, health wise, not well. No, I've eaten a lot of bananas. Um, (laughs) Palate. The digestive system is not meant for the quantity that I've yeah. intaked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to answer your question, I'm concerned. So yeah. <laughs> your
2: <laughs> potassium see, levels are... So, see, I found some room.
1: euros in my pocket if you want to balance out your I,
3: intake. I'm afraid I have potassium toxicity. <laughs> I don't know if it exists, potassium but you should toxicity. see the amount of bananas I've eaten.
1: Um, <laughs> free bananas. All right.
2: So,
3: so, but how are things with you, Eddie? <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: pretty good. I've been reading...
3: Thanks for asking, by the way. No one asked if yeah. I've... Yeah. eating a lethal amount of bananas. Yeah. No one.
2: Yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing really well. I'd like to read you a couple chapters from my favorite uh, books. <laughs> Rachel Held Evans. Yeah, this <laughs> is like Rachel. a filibuster. Yeah, this yeah is exactly. Like a, Ted, a Ted Cruz moment on the this podcast right here. This is a filibuster. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well,
1: many thanks to Rachel <laughs> Held Evans for talking to us. You can check out her new book, Searching for Sunday, which is out now. And Matthew Mayfield's new album is Wild Eyes, and it's good, and you should go listen to it. Wild Eyes. <laughs> Wow, that is. And hey, thanks to Joy for joining yeah, us. That was, was fun. fun. Little great little appetizer fun, for fun. before the main course in a few weeks. That's great. Thanks to Stamps.com for sponsoring the show. Remember to go to Stamps.com and type in promo code RELEVANT for the uh, special offer that they have. And if you go to naturebox.com slash RELEVANT, you can get a free trial box of Naturebox. And uh, trust me, you want that. Trust us. Yep. Hey, subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's extracts there every week. Uh, YouTube.com/slash Relevant, and you can kind of see some of the moments from each show. Yeah, it's fun. It's Eddie neat. Eddie looks fantastic this week, and so um, <laughs> he is.
3: He is one hot vegan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm Relevant's hottest. And,
1: vegan. and, and the new issue of Relevant's is coming out soon, so subscribe now and you won't miss it. It's uh, it's it's a really good one. You can subscribe at RelevantMagazine.com. On that note, we'll wrap it up.
2: I'm Cameron Strang. I am gonna miss you, Jad. That's true.
0: I will miss you as well, Eddie. Yes. Chad, it has been a pleasure. Jesse, I wish you many hours of Nickelback.
3: <laughs> oh, God's how, how, how did dare you, dare do you that sir? There? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: That's terrible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, Jesse. I love all of you. You too, buddy. Love you, buddy.
1: For Joy Eggerich and John David Snavely, <laughs> we'll see you next week.
0: for listening to the relevant podcast you can follow us on twitter at relevant Podcasts and get bonus material from this episode at the podcast section at relevantmagazine.com and don't forget to check out the magazine it's available on newsstands and at the itunes app store or you can subscribe online at relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe
4: How do you turn it off?